0: Hey, it's Brian with Pop Culture Leftovers here. I just want to let everybody know that we are down a leftover this week. Jake Elliott will not be joining us. He's at Lollapalooza uh, tonight, so he will not be on the podcast. So you know what that means for the rest of the Leftovers.
1: Fifteen.
2: There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy like shooting at a walk,
3: Brad, but it's all been done
2: before. And we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids. It, it,
3: it's a trap.
2: Good, to toss it, good it. Do we love it? Hey, let's. Be it lets embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carryover, counterculture, pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Pretty Leftover. sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture Leftovers
0: Hey, welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I am Brian Frederick. I am Dan Hill. Jason Piper. And
4: we're the leftovers. I'm Jake (laughs) Elliott. Jake (laughs) 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 Elliott.
5: Leftovers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: Jake, I
6: love
5: you.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Unfortunately, you know, Jake is not here. But uh you know what his memory lives on. His memory. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive, I think. <laughs> Woo, Jake's not here.
6: Oh. Woo!
2: Oh yeah! yeah. I'm having the best time ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Jake's not here. So, goodrins. Good we probably. fired him, so.
6: Uh, yeah. Again
0: again (laughs) just kidding jake's just not here jake's at Lollapalooza, lucky bastard so um he will be back next week though but um jake did watch the conjuring recently and recorded a short review of the film for our listeners which i thought was really cool of him to do um now guys jake does live in a bad part of town so i do apologize for some of the background noise Mm -hmm. you know during the uh review but i'm gonna go ahead and play that now for everybody
3: Uh, The movie follows a husband and wife paranormal detective team who follows up on possible demon possession cases and tries to help those who are suffering and those kind of things. Uh, More often than not, it's them debunking the supposed otherworldly activity with uh, rational explanations, such as, you know, wind or loose floor panels or trees. But after we see them do this a couple times... uh, the movie tells us through text that we are about to see the most <laughs> horrifying disturbing place that they've ever been on. Um, and that's when the movie got pretty good. Uh, the build was really intense and the stakes seemed very-
4: <laughs> I'm legitimately yeah. scared of Jim.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope he's okay. No, um, I'm sorry. I just... I, I will... <laughs> I just fucked with his interview that he sent me and um, I will play the real review when we take a quick break later in the podcast. I just wanted to... <laughs> You know, do that. Um, so, next week we are going to have a uh, Star Wars D23 Woo. show. Because, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of big news coming out of so. D23 this year. I don't know about you guys. Oh,
6: yeah. Uh, I This is the the biggest news of all year, in my opinion. I, I want to hear exactly what's going to happen here. So yeah. I agree. It's
0: about time for some new news. Well, I mean, we were talking before the podcast, me and you, Jay, and... Um, about I, I personally think we're going to get some casting announcements, um, and I think we're going to find out the title to the new Star Wars film. Personally, Right, yeah, because think about it. Okay, it's time. Well, I mean, okay. Logically, think about this. Disney bought Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Disney bought Marvel. Age of uh, Age Avengers Age of Ultron comes out in 2015. Right. Star Wars Episode Seven comes out in 2015. Right. Marvel just made a huge announcement that that next film is going to be Age of Ultron. They gave away the title yep. to the film. And so I think they're going to do the same thing with, when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, have to. No, they don't, not, they don't have to. Well, I mean... But I think this is... Well, yeah, you're, in a way, you're yeah. right. I mean, this is, this is D23. I mean, wh- when's a better time to announce it? I don't right. see them waiting any longer. I mean, this is the biggest Star Wars event of the year. Right. So, yeah, I think you're right. They have to.
6: Well, and plus, like you said, that, you know, with casting news coming out already, that they're looking for certain people, they they have to have an idea of the plot. Right. So, therefore, they should have an idea of the title at this point or, you know, the yeah. gist of yeah. the story. Yeah. So. And,
0: like, they've already pretty much written a script yeah, from what I've heard. So they should know what's involved. Like you, like they know who they're going to be – like what type of characters they're going to sure. be casting in this what film. what
4: they're looking for. And
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
4: and that is next weekend.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I think it's like – what is it? The the 9th through the 12th or 9th yeah. through 11th yeah. or 8th through – 9th, 10th, and 11th. Something like that. Yeah. It's like Thursday through oh, Sunday. Oh, Thursday. Okay, yeah. yeah so the Thursday 8th, through 9th, Sunday. 10th, and 11th. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to a listener. He's been really active on our Facebook page, Andrew Peck. Yeah. yeah yeah he's a good guy man yeah. good guy so thanks a lot andrew Th- keep listening we we love it when you interact with us on facebook man really appreciate it dude absolutely so, you rock man um david griffin he's our uh uh head writer uh for www.popcultureleftovers.com um mm-hmm. Please go to our webpage and read his Superior Foes of Spider-Man review. It is really awesome. It's a great book. Um, I, uh, I picked it up. I, I enjoyed it. I told Dave to pick it up, and he did. He read it, and it, he felt so moved by the book that he had to write a review. It's a great review, so definitely check that out. And if you want to write for PopCultureLeftovers.com, please send him an email at domesticateddave at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a non-paying gig, but if you have a voice and you want to talk about you know things in pop culture genre. Uh, get it out there. Get it out there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, it's great a, outlet. You know, yeah. get your stuff out is through us, and yeah. you know,
4: we'll we'll help you out as much as we can.
0: Absolutely. Just send Dave like a submission. You know, you know, put your, put yourself into this. You know, put a little bit of yourself into it. You yeah. don't have. You know, we want to know what your personality's like. So you know, put that in there. Um, hey, and have you ever wanted to ask us a question, but you didn't want to take the time out to write us on Facebook or write to our email address? Comments at popcultureleftovers.com But now you can call us and leave us a message if you want to. Uh, If you want to leave a comment for us or just ask us a question, you can do so by calling 706-676-FCBG. Fucking comic book geeks. Exactly. That's 706-676-3224. So please give us a call. Let me repeat the number again. If you don't have a pen, go grab it now. Come on, hurry the fuck up. Get make a, a note on your, your smartphone. Exactly. Yeah, make a note. Grab your smartphone right now. I'm going to read the number. You're still looking around for the pen. Where's the pen? I can't find the pen. Where's my pen? That happens uh, to me all the there's time. There's always a pen when I when I don't need one, but now that I need one, I can't find the pen. <laughs> okay, you found the pen. 706-676-3224. All right. Um, we did have our first question from an email that a listener sent to us last week. I think it was like, like a week and a half ago yeah. and we read it last week and of course that part of the news was kind of so it screwed up he writes, us, uh, Mike from Pennsylvania writes, Hi, guys. I love the show. Keep it up. Besides movies and TV, I am an avid reader. I like everything from the classics like Dickens to the newer greats like Zahn. Ender's Game was the first book I read beginning to end as a young teen. I was hooked on reading from then on. I would love to hear what books The Leftovers read and who their favorite authors are. Regards, listener Mike from PA. Uh, P.S. You keep talking about what your girlfriends thought about a movie or show or whatever. Why not have them on the show as a guest once in a while, especially if they feel strongly about a topic? Um, Number one, when it comes to your P.S., my girlfriend, I did interview her a couple weeks ago uh, about some of the movies that we saw over the summer. And after the closing music, I will play a part of that interview. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, that will be up as far as like my books. Um, I'm a huge fan of Stephen King. I love Stephen King books. Um, also a big fan of like the Harry Potter series and, um, trying to think if there's anything else like tolkien i like you know hobbit and lord of the rings stuff Mm. like that but uh unfortunately i don't get as much time to read books anymore i have a short attention span anymore (laughs) and so like i used to have a job where i could sit down and read books in Mm. between like what i was doing and i used to knock out a book you know every other day but it's just not what i it's just i don't have that time anymore unfortunately you know with the podcast and, and things like that uh, but uh, that's why i have a short attention span i read a lot of comics these days mm-hmm. so um but uh jay go ahead uh yeah i mean one of my favorite books
6: um uh, pretty much of all time is is fierce invalids home from hot climates is the name of it it's by um tom robbins um it's about a cia a- agent who uh who hates the government uh, he he's a pacifist who also carries a gun, and he's in love with his seventeen-year-old stepsister, <laughs> and he is dating a forty-six-year-old nun. Um, this is a crazy kind of um, surreal ride, um, and, and it's it's totally it's totally comic booky at times in the way it's written. Um, just a real fun book. It, I I actually was turned on to it by uh, Johnny Depp did an interview and he said I, he really wanted to make a movie out of this and um, he would actually be perfect because it's very kind of fear and loathing too at the mm. same time. So uh, that's one of my favorites. I you know yeah I don't get to read a lot as much as I like to. Um, I read a lot of Henry Miller, Jack Kerouac stuff. I, I just like stuff that it kind of makes your imagination go i mean that's why i like comic books for the visualness so yeah. you know stuff that makes me think jg ballard stuff's great science fiction stuff so that's what i like nice um right now i'm real big into rolling stone
4: um espn the Ma- wait you guys said books right yeah
5: dan's, no. dan's not <laughs> a big
0: book reader <laughs> i'm not a book reader but i did you if know the, if the book pops up pop-up books are amazing yeah and that's what i really enjoy <laughs> dan's it's more his speed
4: no I, I you know with with me jumping into comic books in the last you know six months i love those um and that's really what's been taking my time as far as reading goes but to be honest with you i'd rather watch the movie yeah i get you so
0: all right thanks a lot mike we appreciate the question Absolutely. and if anybody else wants to write us a question uh just send it to comments at popcultureleftovers dot com. it makes it really easy for us to read it here on the air um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Under the Dome Dan you've been watching Under the Dome right? Yes Okay Um, I'm I've watched the first five episodes. Episode six, for some reason, didn't record on my DVR, so I'm going to have to find the it The on, latest one. Yeah, I'm going to okay. have to find that online. But there's the two teenage kids in the show that when they touch, they go into convulsions. Right. So they recorded themselves to see what they do. Yeah. Um, and they notice that when they play back the video that they're convulsing, and they start saying pink stars are falling. Right. I know what that is. What is it? Uh, it's a new flavor of marshmallows for Lucky Charms, oh. and this is just a big Lucky Charms commercial. Okay. Yeah.
4: It's got to be. It now is. That you say that,
0: right? Yellow moons, green clovers, purple horseshoes, red balloons, and pink stars. Pink stars sound amazing, right?
4: <laughs> Especially with milk, two percent milk poured on
0: them. But okay, one thing I have noticed in this show, like, have you noticed that the dome it's it's supposed to be cut off from the rest of the world? Correct. Right. Okay. It's supposed to be cut off from the world and the environment. Why? when you look at the trees are the leaves blowing in the wind. Have you noticed that before
4: I answer this question? I Uh actually, I don't want to answer this question because episode six explains this and there's something that's going to blow your mind in this episode. So we'll, we'll wait. All until right. next week to talk about this okay but the environment and the whole um ecosystem is
0: explained okay and why it happens so i don't yeah. want to ruin anything for then, okay six, cool so. then i'm gonna shut the yeah. fuck up because dude like, no, I, was, that, I was being nitpicky and i was like watching like last like episode five and i noticed two characters were talking uh, yep and uh like i was it uh dean, is it dean norris he was talking, yeah. and behind him there was a tree, and Big. the the wind was blowing. You could see the right. leaves on the tree blowing, right. and I was like, "Okay, they're in a fucking dome." Well, not only that, but
4: I feel like the oxygen is going to run out at some point. Too. I was thinking that too, but I don't, I don't understand. Right, especially when shit explodes, like yeah, it take more. I don't know. But anyways, episode six, uh, to be honest with you, was probably my favorite episode. Okay. Uh, it really explained a lot. Um, it was really neat. Um, and just some news for Under the Dome. I don't know if anybody heard, but it is renewed for a second season. I saw that. Um, Stephen King to write episode one of that show of the first episode – or first or second season, I'm sorry. Um, I love this show. I watch it every week, and it's my favorite show of the week right now yeah. um, until our um, normal shows get back into the yeah. lineups. Um, the story has evolved into something that I love. I'm interested in all the characters. Like you said, you start asking yourself questions about the environment and the actual characters themselves. They do get explained. Um, if anybody hasn't seen this yet, I believe most on-demand cable companies have this. Mm-hmm. So pick it up. Um, you know, I, I, I'd never read the book, but I jumped into this episode one. I love it. I'm going to continue to watch it. There's some shitty acting at some points of the show, but it's overlooked because of how good the story is. So,
0: Yeah, yeah.
6: So this was a Stephen King book? I believe so.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I didn't learning. know that. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then it's been adapted the teleplay has been adapted by Brian K. Vaughn.
4: Right. Oh, right. right. So yeah. we talked about him
0: last week yeah. when all you know, the <laughs> you're cleaning so, yeah. up at the Eisners. Yeah.
4: And you're not only played a big part in Lost, but now mm-hmm. you're doing a show on CBS that I don't I, I haven't heard anything about. Ratings or anything on this? I don't, I don't, I don't like to w- look at ratings on this just hey, because I enjoy it. It got renewed for a second season, right? Ratings Plus,
0: have to be pretty good.
4: I'm not a ratings person as far as oh this this show sucks. I'm not going to watch it. Anyways, I watch it and I love it and I, right. I and I highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, I, I watch what I like. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is a lot of porn. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, Are you? Damn it. <laughs> What I'm you, trying to tell you, you're going to have a fucking story. Okay, See, this is the thing. We talk about before the show, Like we go over like our show notes. You didn't tell me anything after the Dome. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I what? would have
4: had it marked down. I promise you, I have everything marked down except for Under the Dome.
0: Mumford and Sons. See, you didn't tell me. Bullshit. Look, I said, look. after Under the Dome, you talk about Mumford no and Sons. No
4: markdown on Mumford and Sons. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, right because here.
0: you didn't write it down. Because all right, you, cut this out. Ready? No, no, this is going in. No, fuck you. This is all going in. I hate you. M- <laughs> go, Mumford and Sons.
4: Anyways, on the music front, <laughs> since this is a Kitchen Sink episode, uh, Mumford & Sons, huge band out of England. Um, I don't know if anybody listens to them. I'm a huge fan. I'm actually going to go see them next month in Indianapolis. Cannot wait. They, they debuted a new music video for the song Hopeless Wonder. Um, you know, I was coming into this video. I watched it this morning, and I thought it was going to be a normal Mumford & Sons video. But anyways, this video is featuring J- uh, Jason Sudeikis, Jason Bateman, Ed Helms, and Will Forte as the band. If you're a Mumford & Sons fan or if you're a fan of any of these guys, definitely check this out. Where is it? Uh, you can YouTube it, Vivo, uh, their website, MumfordAndSons.com. Anyway, th- these four guys are actually playing the band. They have the beards, they have the outfits, they are playing the instruments. It's hilarious. Jason Bateman on there is actually singing. Jason Sudeikis is singing. It's amazing. Um, I didn't pick it up through about 30 seconds to a minute into the video. I didn't notice it until I you know I know who the lead singer is. He did not look like whoever was playing this. And it was Jason Sudeikis. Gotcha. Um, it's a funny video. It's a great song, but it's a more it's a funny video. Check it out if you want a good laugh.
6: Yeah, they're a fun band. I, I haven't seen that yet, but I want to check it out. I, yeah, they they've been. I mean, they've even been compared to like the Beatles, you know, just kind of in their younger years, starting right. out. So cool you know, band to check out, and probably a pretty funny video.
4: You know, when when you can get a band that doesn't have a lead drummer, um, you know, the lead singer actually plays the kick drum, and there's a couple other drums that are in the and you know everybody else plays. But this band is phenomenal. It's great music, uh, and obviously they have a sense of humor, which I love.
6: Right. Unlike Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar, though. He so, has an accordion.
4: Brian, you yes. mentioned Sharknado one week. Yes. I watched it.
0: Yeah. I think it was a couple weeks ago I brought up Sharknado. Fucking loved it. Yeah.
4: I laughed. I cried. Uh huh. And I cheered as this ragtag group of Californians defended off tornadoes and sharks. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I was watching this laughing my ass off i haven't laughed this much i think on a made for tv show since i can remember yeah you know when you were talking about it it just sounded stupid i saw the trailers i i I did i wasn't gonna watch it and then for some reason well actually no for no reason but my saturday nights consist of staying at home but this was on i watched it this was terrible and good in so many ways the best shark killing scene had to be when nova fell off the helicopter into the shark's mouth yeah. She was literally what dangling off a helicopter. Right.
0: And a shark jumped how how many feet you think? <laughs> <laughs> so her and okay, so she's okay, she's in she's she's in there with uh yeah. Ian and son. son. They're and manning this helicopter. This chop, uh, yeah, they're manning this chopper. Right. And like that you can kind of tell like They've got like a little bit of an attraction. There's a connection there. But she was also attracted to Ian Ziering. That's the
4: weird part. I was thinking, yeah. like, is the son but, and dad getting ready to, you know
0: what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, was
4: weird. Yeah, but, there might
0: have been a tag team involved later on. But Tara Reid played a
4: huge part. They were going to get back together. Exactly. And so, so
0: she and, like, Ian Ziering's son, there's kind of a little bit of a romantic connection there. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they're a little, I think they're flirting and shit, and she yeah. falls off the chopper, right? Right. And, right. Then, and then that shark just swallows this bitch, right? No bite, just literally just whoop. You're, you're, you're in
4: the belly now at this right. point. And <laughs> I don't know if he notices, this, but the son just kind of shrugged it off.
0: No, well, I think for a second, like he did go, no, because I think he was like thinking, shit, I'm not gonna get laid tonight. That's exactly <laughs> That's, why. You know what I mean? He wasn't, like, he wasn't like I'm gonna marry this
4: girl. Yeah, and like, she's my oh, fiance. God, she's my you
0: know, like see, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wasn't thinking like, okay, There goes my booty call tonight. <laughs> he, he, he was, he was thinking like shit, <laughs> damn it. There goes my piece of ass Right
4: now I gotta start from scratch (laughs) But no like You know and I I keep playing this trailer To all my friends I'm like just check it out It's a fun movie you laugh I didn't really cry but you know It it was funny that Ian Ziering gets swallowed by the same shark Nova got ate by And he cuts his way out with a chainsaw Yeah (laughs) And then when you think that Nova's officially gone
0: He goes back Into the belly and pulls her out Oh my God! Yeah, she's still alive. Out of all the sharks that they find later on, now, this is after. This oh is yeah, like, this is
4: like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, and for some, you know, you you, you get swallowed by the same shark that you get he, swallowed
0: by the same shark.
4: It, <laughs> it was awesome though.
0: Yeah, I think it would have been like, and he saw he's like chainsawing his way out of this shark's belly. Okay, so and I, you see him come out, and it's almost like it's almost like the shark's giving birth to him.
4: Not only that, but let me. What scene does that remind you of from a Jim Carrey movie? Oh God. It's rhino. Ace, Ace Ventura 2, the rhino. Yes, that's uh, exactly what it was. It's been so long since I seen it. <laughs> he that. was like pushing his way out. You know what I yeah. mean? And like he was just blood. It was just, it was a funny movie. I, I definitely thank you for the recommendation. I had a great laugh. My fiance still makes fun of me for watching it. And I'm actually more hyped now to see Ghost Shark.
0: Ghost <laughs> Shark.
4: I'm actually going to check it out too. But anyway, Sharknado is uh, set to hit the big screen this month. Uh, two hundred theaters across the country. It or? already
0: happened. This happened August second.
4: There, no, it's all it month. Was one day. Really, August second. Well, what I read it, was all month.
0: August second, huh? One day.
4: So, did you? What, what happened with this? I don't know. You didn't see any news? No. I didn't
0: think we were going to talk about it this week since it happened like two days ago.
4: Right. I From what I what I read, I thought it was going to happen every, all, all month.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I was wrong. I thought it was, yeah, maybe starting August 2nd. Right. But yeah, Regal Cinemas, if, if it's still playing, yeah. might be able to check it out.
4: It's like a Rocky Horror picture type, what they're trying to do with this. Yeah. Um, and the sequel to include Dinos now.
0: Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to check Fandango to see how it did yeah. on Monday. It probably
4: isn't even on there. Um, another shark related news. Shark Week starts this week on Discovery Channel. Um, I watch it every year. I think it's there's some pretty cool shit on there. Um, if you like sharks, uh, check it out. I mean, Shark Week is supposed to be pretty uh, informative uh, when it comes to sharks. Uh, fortunately, we do not live by big oceans, so we don't have to worry about sharks. But you know, if you're <laughs> ever on vacation, watch out.
0: Uh, Unless it's a ghost
4: <clears throat> shark. Yes, yeah. and then do not wash your car because it could literally come <laughs> get you in the in the middle of the driveway. Yeah,
0: ghost sharks—they show up in your like bathroom and shit. You're doing the right. dishes, you're fucked. Right. So <laughs> this is the weirdest show we've ever had. This is
4: weird. Too many sharks and ghosts and Sharknados right now. All right.
0: Uh, did you watch uh, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo this week, Dan? I did. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This
4: is now taking over as my number one show as far as Front reality up, goes. Dude. Kardashians has been pushed to the side. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. It's here. And we learned how to play the
0: doorknob game this week.
4: The funny thing is that I've heard about the doorknob game a long time ago.
0: Okay. The, uh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this. This is just going to lower my intelligence. Let's talk about it. The doorknob game. We have All right. To now. So there's this game. It's called the doorknob game. and I guess it's... Okay, so, like, okay, let's say uh, somebody farts. No, wait,
4: wait. Me and you are, are sitting in a room. you are sitting in a room. And I fart.
0: And Dan farts. Now... I have to yell doorknob. I can... Well, no. I yell doorknob. Whoever smells at first yells doorknob. I yelled... Why would you... Dan, you don't even know how to play the fucking game. <laughs> you don't even know how to play the fucking game. You're supposed to yell safety, you dumb son of a bitch. Oh, that's right. With the with the, f- the fingers over the... Instead, you're wanting to you God, you're a glutton for punishment. I, I cheat. No, okay, let me explain the game because Dan Dan I fucked up already. Yeah, he doesn't even know what's going on right now. Just <laughs> drink your strawberry <laughs> and let me explain the story. All right. Th- fuck this. I'm not even gonna t- this is ridiculous. It is stupid.
6: <laughs> is this a post 3D or
0: 2D? <laughs> Jake. Jake's here.
2: Jake, how was Lala? <laughs> is <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: oh my gosh.
0: Uh Fuck No. The doorknob no yeah. Continue. Just I want to know about the doorknob. All right. Game. You guys uh, brought it up. I will right it here. Up. Well, Dan, Dan's so, not getting it right. Brian. Oh, one of us. <laughs> one of us just. Uh, one of us says doorknob, and then uh, whoever whoever <laughs> smells it first. Uh, I thought it was
4: the whoever smelt it dealt it game. But no. go ahead. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> okay. Doorknob game. Doorknob game. We're in a room, right. me and you. Yes. Okay. At least one of us has an understanding of how to play the game.
4: I told... This This is coming from the guy who reads... No, Pompa I'm talking... Books. No, no,
0: no, no, This has nothing to do... No, this has nothing to... I'm not even talking about me and you. All right, go I'm ahead. not even talking... I'm just talking about two guys in a room, and one of them has an understanding of how to play the game. The other, right. the other guy's a fucking idiot. The other guy's a moron. So that's me. This is how the doorknob game is played. All right. All right, so... One person farts. The f- <laughs> I know. I
4: cannot believe this is being
5: talked about.
4: It's a about. game.
0: I know. It's a game. One person farts. This is how the game's played. One person farts, and then if somebody, if the other person says doorknob, yes. then they get to start beating the shit out of the other person. <laughs> right. This is true. And that person that's getting the shit beat out of them can't really like fight back. Right. They just have to make their way and touch a doorknob. So as soon as they touch a doorknob... It's over.
4: Yeah. They're yeah. safe. If you literally grab a doorknob in one second, the game's over. The game's over. Yeah, right.
0: Now, if you fart and you say safety before the other person says doorknob, it's over. It's over. Right. So the
4: objective hmm. here is you to j- fart in a cornfield and you can just murder this person. <laughs> 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 uh, or the other way around. But right. No, that, you know, we brought this up last week and. We, well, we did, but we, we did, couldn't. But, but I really. want to bring it up again, and I don't know if you are or not, but this, this show is just so funny because I can't find too many families that are like this. You no. Know what I mean, I don't know anybody. It smells doorknob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is it is a funny show, dude. It's just so bizarre. It is. But these people are real. They're
4: real shit. Yeah. And the fact that they live like one foot away from a train track yeah.
0: blows my mind. Yeah.
4: Because they have pets.
0: Right. And they run around the yard. <laughs> right.
4: Chickens and shit.
0: But. Uh. I yeah. you know I do. It's on TLC. This. If you want to watch it, it's on Wednesday nights on TLC. It's called Here Comes Bunny Honey. Here Comes, Here Comes Bunny, Bunny Boo Boo. <laughs> Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. But it's it's a bizarre fucking show. Like this girl. It's it's a family, and the, like the younger girl does pageants. Her right. name's Alana. Yeah. Uh, she's the one they call uh, Boo Boo Honey Boo Boo. And then uh, or, she yeah, was, was on that Boo-Boo. Toddlers and Tiaras show. I
4: never watched that. And I, I didn't it, either. Yeah. But
0: like that's where they discovered her. And this show is just crazy. This family's nuts. It's real though. I- it's funny
4: there's some parts that are overstretched but it it, it, it is a funny show yeah. if you want to laugh and kind of yeah. go down to their level for a half hour exactly you know
0: exactly uh i watched the new half a uh, new hour block of cartoons on fox uh saturday night it was called it's called adhd
4: yeah i saw some uh commercials for that they
0: started off with uh the cartoon axe cop now have you guys ever heard you guys have heard of axe cop um yeah the f- yeah. The
4: five-year-old, right?
0: It was a comic first, and the X-Cops started as a web comic by the brothers uh, Malachi Nicole. Uh, When he was age five, the series began. He's now age eight. And then Ethan Nicole, age 29, when the series began. Now, Malachi is responsible. He's the younger one, the five-year-old. He's responsible for the ideas and the stories. That's amazing. Like the plot. Yeah. Um, And then Ethan turns them into comics. He's the artist. Now... It started off as a web series, and then it got picked up by Dark Horse Comics and has been since put into print, and now you can get it in trade. But they've put it into a cartoon form now on uh, on Fox yeah. late at night. Um, and then they also had a cartoon called High School USA, and it's basically like a really raunchy, politically incorrect version of Archie Comics. It's yeah. really funny. Um, the ADHD with Axe Cop and High School USA cartoon hour starts every Saturday night, at 11 eastern 10 central on fox okay check it out it's really funny a lot of people that i've talked to that watch the x cop they love the cop the comic but they don't think that it translates well mm. to the uh tv show i disagree i think it's really funny i think the voice actors do a great job i think it's a really funny show check yeah, it out
4: they're blasting that those commercials on fox prime uh, primetime too Oh, okay. So yeah. they're they are showing them. Oh, yeah. That's I just saw one for. They didn't show anything about Axe Cop, but they did show the high school one. Right, uh, and it looked pretty funny. I mean, you know, if you're into uh, raunchy cartoons, Family Guy, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, you definitely exactly. want to check it out. I'm, definitely, check it's it on out. my DVR, and it's on now. the summer.
0: It's not like it's going to be like right. a you know thing that's going to be picked up in the fall sure. or anything like that. But check it out. It's it's different. I really enjoy it. Um, hey, are you guys fans of the old uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand? I yes, got into that absolutely You never got into never Mystery got Science 2000? No. Oh, you had a shitty childhood I did That was the only you reason deprived. Why I had a shitty childhood <laughs> Gosh I loved it Jay, you loved it too, right? Oh yeah I used to just die Watching those shows Crying Yeah, it started off As a uh, public access show In Canada With uh, Joel Hodgson and then later on, Mike Nelson, one of the writers for the show, he became the lead actor on that show. I grew up loving it, and uh, so now after the show has, it was originally on uh, Nick Nickelodeon, I believe, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. And then it went to no, Comedy Central. Was it mm. Comedy Central? I think it went there later. Okay. No, yeah. I went to sci fi later. Oh, okay. It was yeah, originally you're right, on right. Comedy Central okay. and then went to sci fi. Um, now, the guys, Mike Nelson and the rest of the guys, they do something called Rift Tracks where they make fun of newer films. Um, if you go to the website, rifftracks.com, you can download their audio. And as long as you have the movie there with you in some capacity, you could get it from Redbox or if you own it or whatever. Um, you can download this audio and they'll tell you when to hit play and you can listen to their commentary as they make fun of like current movies like Transformers and Captain America and stuff like that. I own a few of these like Transformers and they are hilarious. Oh, I bet. Every few months though, Jay, they, um, they do something called Riff Tracks Live. Um, certain theaters around America host this. Last time it was Plan 9 from Outer Space that they riffed on and this time, they're going to be doing uh, August 15th, Starship Troopers. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, awesome. Now, so, I t- they do it live in front of people? or <laughs> They do. They do. Um, sometimes they replay it. You know, like the one we saw, we saw Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh, it was a replay Uh but they do record these live and then show them around theaters. So I think this one is going to be a live one. Wow. Um, And I took my girlfriend to the last one. It was fantastic. I don't think we stopped laughing the whole time. She loved it. I called her today, as a matter of fact, and I Mm -hmm. told her, I was like, hey, um, do you remember when we saw Plan 9 from Outer Space uh, at the theater with the Rift Tracks guys? And she's like, yeah. And I go, they're coming back August 15th. They're going to be doing... um, starship troopers and and i go do you want to go and she's like oh my god yes (laughs) <laughs> awesome. And it's cool. Like they, last time they filmed it in Tennessee, they interact with the audience and they have guests come on the show sometimes too. And like sing songs. Right. And They have like little breaks in between the movie. It is a great time. And people in the theater were just laughing and loving this. And they've um, been
4: doing that for a while now, because I remember you talking about that back in our cell phone days.
0: Oh yeah. They've, they have been doing riff tracks at for least a while. Five years. Yeah. I remember
4: you talking about it. And uh-huh. uh, yeah,
0: it's really funny. Um, yep. they do a lot of current movies. Go to, go to riff right. and check it out. And you can usually get some movies like, they'll have like specials and stuff. Get you can signed buy up. Them. Yeah, you can well you can buy them and then sometimes they'll have specials where you can get them like cheaper. Um sign mm-hmm. up. I sign up for their like uh their like fan newsletter club or and like they yeah. send me like an email every once oh, in nice. a while. Um so if you want to see if there is a theater in your area that is uh doing this then go to it's called Fathom Events. That's F A T H O M Events Fathomevents.com. dot com and click on the calendar at the bottom Click on August fifteenth, and then enter your zip code, and then it'll let you know if a theater near you is participating. Sweet, uh, I know I'm going to be going to August fifteenth, so I might talk about that on the podcast. Sure, in a I'd love podcast. to hear about that. Yeah, I love. I personally, I love the movie Starship Troopers. Yeah, it was yes. based it's on a, a good movie. It was yeah. based on a book. Oh, okay. Um, and did you guys know that the movie Aliens? that every actor in the movie Aliens, like Bill Paxson and, mm. and uh, Sigourney Weaver and all yeah. the actors, uh, and the guy, what's his name? He played Kyle Reese in uh, Terminator. Ah, uh, shit.
3: I can't I think of remember his name. It
0: doesn't yet. matter, yeah. right. but the actor, they all were told to read the book that was based on Starship Troopers ah. before they did Aliens. Oh, wow. Very and, cool. so that they could learn the type huh. of camaraderie that sure. they wanted them yeah. to have in the Aliens movie. That
4: is a good movie. It's cool. Yeah.
0: But I'm definitely going to be going to the Fathom event it, nice. uh, for Starship Troopers. Uh, I never. I haven't laughed so hard in a movie theater we, we'll, in a long time. Where are you going for that? Springfield. Springfield,
6: okay. Yep.
0: okay. Man, that movie's funny by itself. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 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 That movie. I, I'll be honest with you, I saw it twice in theaters. Really? Yes. I, I did too. Yes, yeah. twice.
6: Actually, on your recommendation, because when I first saw that movie, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I talked to you about it, and you were like, dude, it's supposed to be funny. And I was like, oh, shit. And I yeah. watched it again, and I was like, this is hilarious.
4: <laughs> so,
0: Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey's in it. And yeah. he is awesome. Yeah.
4: It's like one of the first DVDs I remember like buying. Oh, I
0: have it. Yeah, I have it on DVD Which as is well. Re-
4: you know, I you know DVDs came out what late '90s, maybe yeah. A little bit.
0: Neil Patrick Harris is in this yeah, film, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and
4: that was was that right after Denise Richards and Wild Things?
0: No, it's yeah. before. Before, okay. That's right. It was right. before yeah. Wild Things. Okay. Um, Denise Richards. It's uh, <laughs> after Denise Richards appeared in Saved by the Bell, where A.C. Slater rescued her from the ocean.
4: Wow, <laughs> dude! You just blew my mind. I know. Right wow. Yeah.
0: I could tell you a lot of big time actors that were not yeah, big time actors but now but actors you know. that were in yeah. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Scott Wolf was in an episode of Saved by the Bell. He was in the Glee Club. Glee Club singing. You have glasses on? No.
4: I can't remember now, but I, I know what you're talking about.
0: I'm a dork. Um, <laughs> some quick news I wanted to go over: the live-action Akira movie that they had rumored years ago. Like I remember reading about this years ago, they had uh, kind of uh, rumored that Brian Cranston might be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one t- one time attached to the, at one time attached to the film. It is back on track, and it's rumored to start production in 2014. Oh wow! Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen Akira? No. Jay? No, I've seen parts of it. I, uh, I don't
6: really get what the fascination is. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've I've watched Akira. Um, I don't know how they're going to do this in live action. Hmm.
6: But, is he uh, like a
0: is he like a cop in the future? Is that yeah, what that is? Yeah, it's okay. uh, it's like that. It's been years since I've seen it, but it's almost like they drive the. What's cool is the motorcycles in it. The they're almost like uh, Tron bikes, but they hmm. but they don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a, it's. I haven't seen it. In Where forever. They don't touch the ground. Uh, what are you talking about? The Tron bikes. Hmm? The Tron bikes? Yeah, what about them?
4: I, it, they look like they don't touch the ground. I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Cut that out. No, I'm not. I'm leaving it in. No, we don't have enough time. <laughs> no. Um, the uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, Bloodsport and Kickboxer, are, there, are getting reboots. Uh, there's no word yet on casting, but uh, I don't think Jean-Claude Van Damme will be in the films. Thank God. No, no. Those were fun movies. They though. were awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I loved Kickboxer. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah. thank God? Now, I mean. He was great in Expendables too. He was one of the best
6: parts of that movie. <laughs> no, I
4: don't know about him. <laughs> it's 2013, not 1994. <laughs>
6: I don't know He still got it, man He he was great in those two
0: movies I mean, yeah. he's a
6: legitimate Martial artist, too Oh, yeah man. I mean, I'm not taking anything Away from the dude Right, but I mean, right, geez, right. Dan, know.
0: sit in the corner He would beat my ass Dan, Dan, somehow. Dan
6: What corner? Time
0: out What corner? You're in time out <laughs> Can I go to that corner? First, it's the Tron thing Where's no, all the toys Floating at? motorcycles
4: They look like they're and not y- Touching the ground, Goddamn
0: <laughs> 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 They're on a computer grid I That's
4: know a- <laughs> But they don't look like They're hitting the ground You fuckers <laughs> God! <laughs> We're just messing I, with you. Dude, dude, I know by now. <laughs> oh, God. This is episode
0: 15. Uh, <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, man. Episode 15. Yeah. Yeah. God. And Jake's Sweet finally 15. off. Of Jake's it. finally not here. <laughs> I think this is going to be our best episode yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Fantastic Four movie directed by Chronicle director Josh Trank and produced by X-Men First Class director Matthew Vaughn. Now that is, wow. I know. What a team right there. It's <laughs> Unfortunately, this is Fox. But anyway, right. it will start shooting in Louisiana in September. So yep. Fantastic Four. It has to be better
4: than the first two, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I mean, they've got Josh Trank on there. I think this guy's got a vision for it. Hopefully mm. he's a fan of the comics. Sure. Hopefully so they've terrible. got. I mean, um, they've already talked about a little bit of the casting for Reed Richards. They're talking we about We talked this, about that once. No, this guy that they're talking about for Reed Richards. We, oh, no, we yeah. talked about Michael B. Jordan right, right, as right,
4: right, as the, torch. the, the
0: Human Torch. But yeah. they are talking about uh, an actor. He's only 26 years old. His last name is Sellers. I'm going off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Teller. They, t- Teller. Yep. Yeah. Okay, okay, being uh, the Reed Richards, mm. I'm not too not keen that. on that. Yeah. I don't like that. I want them to get an older Reed Richards. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Jay?
6: Yeah this this is a young kid, uh, Miles yeah. Teller. Um, yeah. And they they've kind of debunked it because Trank said uh, absolutely not. Thank and God. And that has not been talked about. Thank so, God. Yeah. Um. I also. Yeah. I mean, we need we need a. a Somebody in their late thirties, forties, right? For, yeah. for Reed Richards, and do we want to uh, see
0: know. an origin story? I mean, or do no. we just want to go jump right in? Jump right in. Yeah.
6: I, I mean, I think they're gonna. I mean, this is a reboot, so I think they're gonna. Yeah, do do, do the origin. Yeah. I I don't really need it told again, but no. I, I think they probably will. And well, I'll let's be. Let's do I, it I think proper
0: and not throw Doctor Doom in there.
6: <laughs> yeah. Don't don't put Doctor Doom in there. I mean, what what was it? Their first issue was what Mole Man. That was the main villain. Yeah. Do yeah. something like that. Do right. something crazy. Like these guys, uh, Doctor Doom was nothing. You know, I, I mean, he's not in the comic books, but in the movie, he was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I know. I know what you're saying. He, he, you're not saying that Doctor Doom himself is nothing. You're saying in the in the movies, the original, the the, the 2000 whatever movies, he was right. garbage.
6: He wasn't a threat like somebody like the Mole Man is with his big monster creatures.
0: You know, I, I need well, to. They see should them. lead into a Doctor Doom film. They right, should, yeah. you should Don't don't go right into Doctor Doom. They yeah. should lead into a Doctor don't Doom. Don't throw film. it all out there at once. Exactly. Then, yeah. I mean, and let let's let's utilize Latveria properly, and let's give let's give Doctor Doom a proper origin story. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. And, X, and, excuse me, I almost said X-Men. A Fantastic Four movie, like, I heard people bagging on it last week, talking about, who reads Fantastic Four comics? How, what, what's the big deal oh, with Fantastic Four? Listen, Fantastic Four, what sets them apart from other franchises when it comes to comic books, is you're dealing with a family. Yeah. Right. It's a family. Right. There are things about the Fantastic Four that you can put in there that you can't put in other comic book stories Mm -hmm. because it's a family. Even though, you know, Ben Grimm's not related, he is part of that family. He's just and there's Reed Richards always blames himself for, you know, you know, Ben Grimm becoming the thing. Right. And that should that needs to be part of this movie. Yeah. Um, and then there's the really cool thing that they left out of the, uh, the the last movie is that once a year, there's one day every year where Ben Grimm turns into a human. Yep. And they left that out of the last film. Hmm. But when Ben Grimm is the basically the thing, that rock, right. you know, <laughs> uh, humanoid guy, sure. um, he doesn't age at all. Yeah. He only ages that one day. Oh, wow. There's so many different things that they can do yeah. with the Fantastic Four that are so fucking awesome. I know. I think they ruined it the last two films for a lot of people. They were so campy.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Reed Richards, I mean, come on. Reed Richards alone. You know, everyone's like, oh, he's the elastic yeah, man. Yeah, stretchy man.
0: He's the smartest man on the planet. Right. Exactly. Let's talk Pick about his glue. intelligence. Yeah. Let's use yeah. his intelligence.
6: Right. Time travels and nothing to him. Interdimensional teleportation is nothing to him. You right. Know? it's not about how much he could stretch. That's exactly. Not right. That's like exactly. The least <laughs> of his words. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's an afterthought. Right. Right. His real power is his mind, and yeah. let's let's use that in this next film. Let's make this a smart movie, but still fun. Right. And show off the aspect that these guys are a family. Right. And let's show the off cohesive that piece of bond. Is, yeah. yeah.
4: And, exactly. And make yeah.
6: make Invisible Woman vulnerable. I mean, that's. She doesn't – she shouldn't be some hot chick like Jessica Alba. No, that's no, what really. took
4: me out of that last Absolutely. movie is that I was so worried about looking at her that I didn't give a shit what she did. You know what see, I mean? It was just a – Well, that's whole, that whole scene where they just uh, – Where she lost her clothes. Where she like, lost yeah, her clothes. Yeah, yeah, That was so, so stupid. So stupid. I mean it was it was cool, obviously, but it was so – as far <laughs> as the storyline goes, it made no sense.
0: It should she, be – if, if we want to see Jessica Alba lose her clothes, throw it in another movie. Don't do it in my fast Fantastic Four right, movie. Right, right. Come on. Right,
6: yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the Invisible Woman is one of the most powerful characters in the whole Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And and she's also very, like, self-conscious. That's part of why she's the Invisible Woman, you know. She's uh-huh. very self-conscious. Yeah. She doesn't, like, think much of herself. And she doesn't need to be some kind of, you know, hot mob. Sex, ob- sex object. Shit. Right. Yeah. She think, should be, yeah. you know, cute and stuff. But, yeah. you know, just
4: a, Just a plain Jane type, you know. Yeah. Somebody yeah. you can relate to versus Jessica Alba, which is you know I it's
0: mean, not that i don't like jessica alba well, no it's just that i just didn't like that casting casting was terrible yeah though.
6: it was much like holly berry's storm Very, absolutely agreed because
0: yeah. i liked uh monster's ball that was probably uh, my favorite holly berry movie swordfish but, was good too yeah but i didn't care for her as 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 storm
4: i think the last fantastic four movies were geared toward um merchandise and money yeah before I the story you absolutely know what I mean? yeah um they wanted to. They wanted to make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, selling toys and T-shirts and bullshit like that. So. I don't have a lot of faith in Fox, and I I I've voiced my opinion about that before. But yeah. Fantastic for the movie when they when they go out of the box and they they get a director like Josh Trank who did Chronicle and then they go for Matthew Vaughn, uh, to produce it you know, some, it's going to be spot on. I think there's going to be something yeah. about this movie that we're going to go back to and right. we're going to like it. It is coming out I think in 2015, so it's got it's competition. Ah, it's got competition. That year Avengers is 2, crazy... Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Dr- Star- Jurassic Park 4, right. Star Wars Episode 7, Seven. Yeah. uh Batman, Superman. Yeah. We've it's got its competition. dude that Woo. year is going to be Yeah. Amazing. And we hopefully we'll still be doing this podcast. We will be, so maybe if Jake joins us. We might <laughs> be. Just playing. Jake, joke. what do you have to say about that, man? <laughs> oh,
2: well, I don't really like
0: it. You know, I don't really like the little suits and wear really the cloth baggy. <laughs> I could
4: listen to that all night. I know. Are you really at Lollapalooza. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. It's, that is funny. Jamie Foxx really wants to play Spawn and Mike Tyson later on down the road in a feature film. I thought that was interesting. I'd like to see the Mike Tyson movie. Dan, you had some uh, quick news that you wanted to go over as well. Oh, yeah. We got,
4: you know, obviously coming up here in the fall, we got all of our TV, our favorite TV shows coming back. Um, but if, if anybody didn't know, the Walking Dead DVD Blu-ray is scheduled to hit shelves August 27th. Um, in my opinion, that's plenty of time to catch up or rewatch the season three before season four airs in October. Um, what do you guys think? Are you gonna wa- are you gonna rewatch it? Are you gonna watch certain episodes? What do you What do you think about this season three?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm I don't know uh, I'm I don't know if I'm gonna rewatch anything from season three. It, honestly. it might just
4: be the finale. In my opinion. you know what's crazy about this show is that I rewatch. I remember how it
0: ended, so yeah. it's like I don't even know if I'm gonna go there.
4: But I even I rewatched season one and two yeah.
0: twice. But seasons there's something about season three that just it didn't. I like the first episode and I like the penultimate episode, the second to yeah, last episode, right. the Dixon brother episode. Yes. But there was a lot of episodes in there that I thought were filler. I liked how the in the first season it was only six episodes, right. which was cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it left you wanting more. Right. I think they had a good. Um, as the second season was great because they. I think it was a thirteen. Episode season. It was. And then then they keep extending it. So I think you get some of these episodes that I in my opinion are filler episodes. Big time. When they went up yeah. to sixteen episodes. Yeah. I think if they knocked it back down to thirteen, it'd be better. Yeah. And that's just my opinion. Right. Season three, I um it just didn't do it for me. It was slow. Um you know, it's not even about slow. Season 2 was slow in a lot of parts. I don't need fast action. I just need everything to kind of uh, make sense Makes and sense, lead yeah. to a bigger uh, picture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't really have to have, like, nonstop zombie
4: action. Right, which we, I think um, sees our, the first episode of Season 4 will not, from what I read, will not show any zombies. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught that or not um, in news, but they said also the governor is going to get three episodes next season. Jay, how many episodes?
6: Uh, I think he gets two. two, two or three. Yeah, yeah. So, so two t- standalone,
0: two, episodes. Two, oh, okay. Okay. two standalone governor yeah. episodes,
4: <clears throat> which kind of tells his backstory right. or
0: no i think it'll be like what the governor's doing at now that at that okay. moment sweet yeah right
4: yeah
6: right he's yeah. gonna be kind of a background threat because uh, there will be more zombies than yeah. ever yeah. in this one yeah the, the, the trailer z- from the
0: trailer that we saw at comic-con it looks like the zombies are not All like the, it's not like they are spread out it's like they're coming together in bigger herds now right 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 kind of yeah. like the herd that we saw at the end of season two.
4: Oh, the the farm scene yeah oh, yeah Uh, I know we're going to be having a Walking Dead episode. I don't want to get into this show too much. When the
0: Walking Dead has a – when they premiere season four, um, I think what we'll do that night is we'll all watch it, hopefully together. Yeah. And then after the episode airs, we'll we'll record our episode and just talk about – we'll just have a straight-up Walking Dead season four premiere episode.
4: Okay. Um, you know, moving on, uh, to movies now, Star Trek Into Darkness is going to finally hit DVD Blu-ray, uh, nice. September 10th. Nice. I know I will be picking
0: that up. I'll, um, I gave it a taste, It man. I'm definitely yeah, going to be picking it up. I really it's, like
4: that movie. Um, and, and you know, it's something I do want to add to my collection, especially yeah. Blu-ray.
0: Hopefully there'll be some special features on there. Oh yeah,
4: absolutely. I hope we get a, yeah. uh, you know, we, 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 we will. I want to get a, a DVD Blu-ray digital download. Maybe you know, some deleted scenes. Deleted scenes, something, um. And that's September 10th. Um, that will be coming out. Um, Brian, this is the news I know you've been waiting for for fucking like two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 finally <laughs> is <laughs> scheduled to hit DVD Blu ray <laughs> September 24th. <laughs> um, I will personally deliver this to you at work mm-hmm. that day. So don't worry about going to pick it up. I'll get it for you. Thank but you. I know that you're so stoked about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But here's here's my gripe about this. We're going to see a million Iron Man 3 toys again, t-shirts. I'm sure a restaurant's going to pick up some kind of promotion as far as toys go. We're going to see Iron Man 3 all the way until Christmas. That's going to be the movie to buy. You know what I mean? Like it's just Yeah. I
0: hate when they do this. They do maybe it twice. We, maybe a year. we can have a Ben Kingsley Trevor spin-off comedy show on uh, FX or something. And Jake can host it.
5: <laughs> Gosh.
4: But no, I mean that's you know those are the two big movies and TV show that are going to be hitting uh, you know shelves this next month or so. So you know if you didn't go see Iron Man three in movie in the theaters, definitely rent it. Star Trek, same thing. Walking Dead, pick it up.
0: Um, we had a question on Facebook from a listener, Dana Marie. Um, she asks, "Have you guys checked out BBC Being Human, Doctor Who, Orphan Black, Mighty Boosh?" As you can see, I live BBC and would love your thoughts. Additionally, when are we getting a Tupperware party for Sci Fi's Defiance? <laughs> uh, I want to thank Dana for her question. Yeah, um, absolutely. But someone needs to pull my geek card here because, like, honestly, I I'm not I haven't seen Doctor Who. Gosh, I don't either. know when I don't know where to jump on. No, but Doctor Who's been around for. Doctor Who's been longer, been around longer than Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know where to jump on I mean, when it comes so to Doctor Who. So it's not a continuous story. Have they rebooted? No. No. It's one hundred percent continuity. Oh wow. There are different doctors. Right. The big deal today was that they named the new doctor. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Be, uh, yeah. For the so, next season. For the next few seasons. Oh, few seasons. Okay. So it's not like there's a doctor for just one season. It's a, um yeah. I do know just a little bit about Doctor Who. You know, it has a lot to do with time travel, right. and and he's always joking about how he doesn't want to be a redhead and stuff like mm, that, and yes, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. But right. a lot of people are speculating that this would be the first redhead Doctor Who, mm. and and, uh, and you know, I mean, um, I I have never. I've always wanted to jump into Doctor Who. I've seen like old episodes on PBS, like when I was a kid growing up, but I I never have gotten into that Doctor Who lore. Yeah, you hear that?
4: Hi, it's nature. (laughs) (laughs) God, two crickets right now are going at it as we speak. Wow! (laughs) Listen,
0: (laughs) that's an orgasm if I ever heard one. (laughs) All right, go to sleep. So, uh, no, uh, but BBC Being Human, uh, I actually started out on the U.S. version first. And then I right after I started the US version, I heard about the BBC version and never got into it and watched it. Yeah. Orphan Black, haven't seen it. Never Mighty Boosh, haven't seen it. I apologize. <laughs> Defiance, I have watched the first four to five episodes. I have about eight episodes left, but as of right now, if I could give it a Tupper Party Tupperware party, I would. I love Defiance. Really? Love Defiance. Yeah. Fantastic show. You know, um, I was so
4: looking forward to that show, obviously with, you know, being in St. Louis and I'm a am from St. Louis and I wanted to get, I wanted to pick up a show on sci-fi that really, you know, was something new and we, I think we talked about doing this podcast based on defiance at one point and not the
0: whole podcast but, just but we were some talking kind about having, talking yeah, about yeah. it more often. Yeah. You
4: know, and we, I th- I don't even think we've talked about it once and No, we've talked about it. I watched the first few episodes, never could get into it. Jay, I don't know what, you know, what your situation is on it, but you know, I I would definitely give it a toss it. Fuck you. Thanks. jay are you still there jay hey hey he was Uh, i think the cricket noise got to him jay left us was trying to be all slick
6: (laughs) no i mean you guys i couldn't hear anything i don't know what the hell's going on (laughs) you did you uh so we're talking about honey boo boo still (laughs) okay (laughs) no defiance no i I got past that i haven't okay no i seriously you, you guys cut out on me i'm
0: sorry De- so we were talking he just about gave defiance a toss it which is bullshit what? yeah exactly i'm
4: sorry guy i mean i'll if this ever hits where i can mass watch the show i probably will but i just it just didn't hold my attention what do I'm you sorry. mean
0: watch it like episode after episode after yeah, episode yeah
6: what? whatever <laughs> that's fine I, I saw two episodes of this and i loved it yeah, it's i mean really just good. two episodes yeah, I, I mean, what what exact? I mean, I I'm not disagreeing with you because I haven't seen enough. But what I mean, what was it that you didn't like?
0: Yeah, it,
4: I guess there was too many like family stories. There was too many backstories. There was there was so much going on. You mean you you mean the world building? The stuff. world exactly the world building. It it just didn't hold my attention. I'm sorry, I I just didn't I didn't care for it. Huh? Okay. Um, hmm. I I didn't think it did St. Louis justice as far as the after what was that terror terraforming the earth and. The city that was underneath the city It didn't look like the city that I know. But you know that's that's being a stickler stickler on that. And I, it, like I said, if this ever hits Netflix to where I can watch it as on like, on a binge, you know what I mean, like I can watch it straight through, I might try it. But it just it just seemed very fake to me. I, I just didn't care for it. Well, Of course, it's science fiction, Dan. Well, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. Like I just didn't
6: care for. I I didn't care for it. I did, I didn't like I, it. I I was liking it as much as like Star Trek, yeah. you know, Star Galactica. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, I I love that character building stuff, and you know I understand like some people want a little bit extra on top of that,
0: or or maybe that's not their cup of tea. But
4: yeah, we can just say. I mean, it wasn't my cup of tea. Well, it was I was cool tried is it, it like
0: it's like you know like you know Star Trek. It's like you got all these different characters and these different races, and they're all meeting outside of Earth, and this is actually happening on Earth. Like. All these nine different races have yeah. to—they're all you know living on Earth, and but, now they're forced to coexist. But no, there's no but. I like no, no, it. No,
4: no, no, don't get me wrong. The storyline <laughs> seems cool. I mean, it, it does. It just—I don't know if it was the acting that took me out of it, or maybe just the, the, the too much world building. Just I, I tried. I mean, don't. The I, I tried it. I tried three episodes of it. and I just couldn't
0: get into the it. The acting. I mean, I just, the acting is part of what makes it so good. Um, I mean, the main protagonist—that guy reminds me of like a little bit of Han Solo in a way. Absolutely. And yeah. then like the uh, the other family, they remind me uh, the, the evil family. The, I don't know if they're evil, the, but the like, white the, hair, Al, yeah, the white yeah, hair yeah. albino looking race. They they remind me of um. Uh, some of the evil families, like in the uh, Harry Potter, the Ma- the Malfoys. They remind me of the Malfoys meet maybe like the Lannisters in Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. totally. I don't get why Nordics, people don't yeah. like this show. It's fucking fantastic. Thank you, Dana. I give it a Tupperware. I've seen five yeah. episodes. I'm going to finish the last eight. I give it a Tupperware. Tupperware, Tupperware, Tupperware.
4: <laughs> Brian is wearing a Tupperware bowl <laughs> on his head right now. I am.
6: Hell, there's even like moments where it feels like Mad Max, you know, Yeah.
0: Like, no, I mean, oh, I agree. Yeah, with the Spirit Riders and shit. Yeah, yeah totally. dude. It, it's very steampunk, very Mad Max. I agree. I love it. Tupperware. <laughs> fuck you, Dan. Tupperware.
6: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Dan.
0: Fuck you, bro.
4: No comment. What was <laughs> Jake? Jake? What was that, what
6: Jake? Was that, Jake? Well, fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That made it so much better. Thank you, Jake. Right.
0: It looks like there's going to be a Rocky 7 of some sorts, but it will not follow the journey of Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa That's what it sounds like at the end of Rocky 6. It will not follow the journey of Rocky Balboa in this film, but will follow Apollo Creed's grandson in the film appropriately called Creed, yeah. starring Hopefully, Michael B. Jordan, who's been rumored as possibly playing Johnny Storm also in Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four film, but that looks like it's unlikely to happen from Mm -hmm. what I've been reading. In this film, Michael B. Jordan has been raised very privileged, unlike Rocky Balboa, and has a passion for boxing, just like his grandfather, but his family's totally against it. Um, I mean, if you remember Apollo Creed, you know he did. He was raised in the streets, right. and then he got his uh, championship, and and he was very rich and wealthy. Yeah. And So you know they had is, money. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is going to be playing Apollo Creed's grandson, and he's he's going to be w- a passionate about boxing. Right. And so wants it to skips fight. a
4: generation. Yeah. yeah goes exactly. Goes right to the grandson. Right. Um, and so
0: what they're going to do is uh, this is where Rocky enters the picture possibly as his trainer now this kind of that's reminds awesome. me yeah i yeah, agree awesome. uh, they're handing the torch down to yeah. michael b jordan who what a I great think way to do it though michael b jordan's an up-and-coming actor right. i mean he was he was featured in the wire mm. he was also in red tails which i don't care what anybody says that was a passion project it's for george lucas and i enjoyed it yeah. so whatever if you didn't like it whatever you i i it. did enjoy it yeah. um This reminds me of how Mickey was uh, Rocky's trainer, and now Rocky is Apollo's grandson's trainer. Um, Creed is uh, co-written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh, What are your guys' thoughts? Are you excited for uh, a new Rocky film?
4: I am. I'm more excited the fact that we're going to see something new, but it's going to be kind of tied to that franchise of Rocky. You know what I mean? It's not going to be Rocky Balboa fighting 67 years old, a, a yeah. 21 year old. Yeah. This is going to be, and, and Apollo Creed, not his direct son, but his son's son. You know what I right. mean? So he's still, obviously Apollo Creed loves boxing. He's going to be in it until the day he dies. But he's going to be coaching
0: or kind of mentoring. What did you say about Apollo Creed? What do you mean? Apollo Creed got killed and... No, what what did you say? You said something about Apollo Creed.
4: You no, know I'm saying his, his, not his son, but his uh-huh. son's son is now basically taking over the... The boxing legacy of the of the family,
0: right? Yeah, but it's it's going to be Rocky. I know. I thought you said. I thought you were talking about Apollo Creed in the oh, sense I, that he's still alive. I, I, no,
4: I might have on accident. He got I, I killed. Meant just, yeah. in... I meant, Rocky to say, 4. I meant
0: to say Rocky. I didn't mean to say that. But he got killed in Rocky, Rocky Four, 4 yeah. by by Dolph Lundgren's character, right? Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago.
4: Right. I didn't mean it was a. That was a. I was just. On yeah. The I just
0: did a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Rocky Four, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. That, from that was 1985. A, yeah. That was Apollo a total Creed accident, does yeah. die. Yeah. So, spo- I'm sorry, Dan, if I spoiled that for no. you.
4: <laughs> no, that was. I was just talking about Creed, and it just kind of slipped. But you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, you know what I Dan, mean. Dude, you get so like it's like oh, it's on your it's in your face. You get so upset. with Well, me. I
4: mean because you, you I slipped up. It's obviously kind of embarrassing, dude, but <laughs> you know what I mean. So just like that one night, uh, Chad Michaels was here and he fucked up like four times. You <laughs> can see it. In Spain. New one. So,
0: dude, I'm fucking you know, with you, but you know what dude, I mean. Dude, i You guys miss Chad? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. dude. He's in Spain right now. Oh, I know, for anybody he's, listening, he's living it up over there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it sounds yeah. like he's having fun. I've been yeah. paying attention to him on Facebook. Hey, yeah, I miss Chad. Chad, uh, we gave that phone number earlier at the beginning I know, of the let's show. Let's hear a Spain let let, comment. Seriously, can can you call in and we'll play it on the show? Yeah, that we he's miss rich. you, buddy. He won't listen to this episode. Jay, what do you think about Rocky? Um well, First off, Jay, if you hadn't heard that Apollo Creed died,
2: what are your th-
0: <laughs> I'm, um, what are he you- died? Yeah, Damn what are your, it. what are your thoughts about that? Maybe <laughs> m- I know Dan's been mourning. He just found out, but um, I'm actually getting ready to leave, guys. <laughs> I'm done. Actually, I'm done. Jake, what are your thoughts about Jake? What are your thoughts about Apollo Creed dying?
5: Um, uh, I just of my cousin Scotty
4: we are killing this dude tonight.
0: <laughs> no, Jay, seriously, what are your thoughts about a Rocky Rocky 7? <laughs> I I I really like this
6: idea. I like the idea that they're kind of doing the exact opposite of Rocky 1 where you have this privileged kid, you know, growing up and and having this kind of in his blood but not accepting, right. you know. Whereas Rocky was like I have to fight for this. I got nothing else. Like this is my ticket to, to money for my fam, for my wife and all this mm. stuff. You know? Well, you know they looked at him as a joke, you right, know. Right, Rocky was a joke. White and boy trying to box in that era. Well, I, so, I mean he that, was yeah. he'll see the same thing in this, just the opposite angle. Oh yeah,
0: know? absolutely, absolutely. you are going to be thinking, okay, yeah, this is Apollo Creed's grandson. Look at this kid. He's a silver, silver spoon, silver spoon, yeah. and and uh, he, he doesn't have the drive or the, the the want for this. Right. Oh man, I can't I, I can't wait to see this film. 2015. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it's coming. I
6: mean, can you just picture Rocky training this kid? Like he's going to come in as to to give the
0: drive to yeah. this character. Yeah. There's things, and I'm sure he's going to be talking about Mickey, which is fantastic. I yeah. loved. Uh, I loved uh, Obi Wan Mickey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved Mickey, and I loved the the scenes in uh, the original Rocky movies, like especially like where Mickey ties his shoelaces together and wants yeah. him to uh, ch- to catch a chicken. Mm. That's just so funny to me. Like, that's part of his training. It's almost like, you know, the Pat Morita, like, wax on, wax off shit. But right. Mickey tied his shoelaces together and wanted him to catch a chicken with his shoelaces tied together Yeah, to learn that's speed. That's so cool. Yeah, there, there's just so many funny things in that. And the training montages in yeah. these Rocky movies are some of the best training montages to ever watch like Rocky Four, the training montage where he's like yeah exactly you know like uh, Drago is like using like this high tech equipment right? and Rocky is like you know yeah Rocky's like you know he's like uh, working out in a barn and like you know he's like uh, walking through like deep you know like knee feet deep of snow Snow, and like carrying logs and shit you know dude that's that's Rocky and I want to see I want to see a training montage with Michael B. Jordan now he's going to Gonna have to put on some weight if he's gonna right. be he's a fighting. Dude. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's more like if he if you look at him, he's more like your Sugar Ray Leonard type, right. you know, lightweight Mid- boxer, lightweight, fast. maybe a yeah. middleweight,
4: lightning type boxer.
0: But you want I want to see I want to see him get put on some weight and maybe get up to that heavyweight because that's where yeah. you need it. If yeah. you, if we're gonna do a uh, Apollo Creed movie, we need to see him be a heavyweight.
6: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, so uh, if you were a big fan of Carl Urban's Dread, like I was, then of course you want to see a sequel to that movie. Now, it didn't gross enough money that uh, as as much as they thought while at the box office, even though everyone I know that's a comic book fan that saw this movie absolutely loved the film. And it's one of the only movies that I've seen in recent years that has used 3D appropriately. Uh, Dread's total box office worldwide was $32 million on a $50 million budget. So uh, it underperformed at the box office. But it, after the fact, it sold over 650,000 Blu-ray and DVD units. So word of mouth spread. And wow. uh, it's done really well after the fact. Uh, it making it the best-selling new release title of the year, according to a press release. Now, people are still hopeful that there could be a sequel. There's actually a Facebook page that is trying to get the sequel made and an online petition hosted by 2000AD, which we've posted on our Facebook page, and we'll post it again after this podcast is up. Now, Carl Urban was at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, and he was there to promote his upcoming Fox series, Almost Human, which I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and he had this to say about a Dread sequel the more people that campaign for it, the more people that email Twitter right into Lionsgate saying we want to see more of this, then the more likelihood we will get to see it. We're certainly doing everything we can to make sure it happens. I personally sent 2000 an email uh, and they did reply. Michael Mulker. The uh, PR coordinator messaged me back. He said, Hi, thanks very much for getting in touch about the Dread Sequel campaign and petition. He says, The best thing your listeners can do is help spread the word about the petition and look out for some exciting events in the coming months. All the very best, Mike. So thanks a lot, Mike, for getting back to me. Um, So I'm going to post that again. Please, like their Facebook page. Go to 2000AD and then sign the online petition if you're a big fan of the Dread sequel. Um, I'd love to see this sequel made. It'd be fantastic.
6: What What was... I mean, I, I never saw it. Um, yeah. What I mean, if you could sum it up, like what was really so great about it? Because I I haven't heard anyone else talk about it um, besides just reading stuff. But what what was your take on it?
0: Okay, you have uh, the original 1995 Sylvester Stallone film. Okay, yeah, uh, which was in my opinion horrible. Uh, it was all about promoting Sylvester Stallone and not dread the character. Uh, dread in the comic book series, uh, he. Basically, you have judges, and uh, they basically um, enforce the law, and they can uh, basically judge you right there on the spot. They'll, they, Megacity 1, how it works is um, the, the, the judicial system, mm-hmm. uh, there's not enough money. And mm-hmm. so these judges have the power to basically, if they see you commit a crime, they can the be your judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, shit. Within moments, they wow. make that decision. Yeah. So, um,. In the film the the Sylvester Stallone film, you had Rob Schneider in there as a is a funny character and it, yeah. it, it wasn't yeah. the gritty Mega City one Judge Dread comic book that you read and he takes his mask off and you see his face as mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. In the Carl Urban version, he is very uh gritty and almost like a Robotop Robocop kind of character okay. from the original. Yeah. And uh he never takes the mask off. You only see his jawline and his and his and his it's like, a like a half lips. shield, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh he gets uh basically the, in that movie it's very gritty. Mega City One is the Mega City one you see in the comic books where people are addicted to drugs and crime oh, and shit, yeah. and there's a lot of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Uh it's the way that this film it's the best comic book adaptation movie I've ever seen in my Whoa, life. Wow. Wow. Um and I'm saying that above Avengers. Holy shit. shit. Avengers is my favorite comic book movie. Mm-hmm. But as far as adapting a comic book to film, film yeah. Dread. Dread takes the cake. Okay. Um, Jay, it is, it is fantastic. These, these judges, the, the weapons that they use are awesome. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, only the judge can use their gun. Right. Um, the the relationship they have with their gun is cool. Like they can you know say like a different uh weapon that they'd use on the gun whether it be stun or oh, okay. whether it be like a like a bomb or whatever, right, a right. grenade. Anything. They can talk to the gun and the gun gun will uh you know respond accordingly. It it's uh, the comic book is great. I read the comic book by IDW. It's fantastic. But um yeah, Carl Urban in this film is dread. Wow. And uh he's he's calculating, he's precise, mm-hmm. he's uh uh he's a he's a tactician. He, it, it's a fantastic film. Um definitely check it out. Uh it, it's probably the best comic book adaptation film I've ever seen in my entire life.
6: Holy cow.
0: I had no idea. I'm, I'm taking but, uh, that from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I I own I own the Blu-ray. I had my girlfriend watch it, I talked it up, she loved it. Really? Yeah. Wow. It is fantastic. Yeah, I'm ready to see it. Um, also, if if you're a big fan, that's I talked about one petition. I'm going to talk about another real quick. If you're a big fan of the V series, not yeah. the original from the 80s, but the V series that on came ABC. out just a few yeah from yeah. ABC that mm-hmm. just came out a few years ago, go to Facebook, do a search for Project Alice, okay. and click like on Project Alice. Okay. It is a uh, or it's a Facebook group that is determined to bring V. Back, back to ABC. Wow. Or Love. to another. Yeah, me too. Bring it back to a network. So hopefully sci fi or something like that or even a web series sure. or something to wrap it up. It's thirty
4: two thousand likes right now yeah. on that page.
6: Yeah. Uh Jay, you had some Batman news. Yeah, I mean speaking of Carl Urban, um news came out this week that Zack Snyder um had been meeting with Frank Miller. Um and so frank miller wrote uh uh, dark knight returns which was the big showdown between batman and superman i don't know if it was the first ever i'm assuming it was definitely the most epic battle those two have had um and so it it kind of says that maybe you know this is definitely i think we've definitely um Signify that this is a versus film. This is not Batman slash yeah. Superman. This is not a like team up. That. No. This is not a team up. Right. Maybe later in the film, but definitely not at first. Um, there's a reason why uh, Batman has come to Metropolis. Right. and It's mm-hmm. not to shake hands with this guy. So, um, but anyway, yeah, he's been talking with Frank Miller, which I think is great news. I mean, yeah. of course, they work together on 300.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Knight is, Returns. Is question my for you, Jay. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that Zack Snyder meeting? And I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate because I, I I do like Zack Snyder, unlike Jake. Right. But do you think that Zack Snyder meeting Frank Miller is all posturing? It's possible,
6: um, but I have a feeling, just given their their working relationship prior. That this was already probably talked about. Good you know? call. Yeah, Unders- yeah right. because we, you're talking about 300, of course. Right. 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 And and so let's also take that into. He's made Watchmen. Nice. Which this guy's uh, Alan Moore's just as great as Frank Miller to me. As far as you know, the the series Watchmen was just as important to me as Dark Knight
0: Returns. That's that's uh, you know Zack Snyder taking the source material seriously. Right. Yeah. Okay. So cool.
6: I have a feeling they've already talked about this. And so, um, you know, in, in conjunction with that, they're looking for an older uh, Batman, a more uh, – he's, he's a veteran. He's that's, already that's, done that's, this for a Yeah, while. that's yeah.
0: the rumor, right? That's, Is that that's they, the rumor. Yeah, that yeah. they are looking for an older Batman. And, like, I talked about – I think it was last week on the podcast that there was that Easter egg, keep calm, that poster in the Man of Steel, keep calm and call Batman. Yeah, right. And so – Right, so Batman, he's
6: been around a while. Exactly. Right. And so he's not this young kind of inexperienced Batman. He's the guy that's been around a while. He's not putting up with any crap. And he's going to be he's pissed like, that he's got to go to Metropolis. He's gotta, <laughs> he's gotta, he's gotta, <laughs> he doesn't want to leave Gotham. Yeah. No. He's legitimately ticked off. First of all, his satellite got destroyed. Second yeah. of all, these aliens are coming to the city. Yeah. And they're basically destroying it because of this guy. Right. Mm. And so he's like, what the hell's going on? He's not going to be friendly. Yeah. Um, but what's cool, I, and, and again, this coincides with the Frank Miller news, is that in Dark Knight Returns, he was kind of a grizzled, old, broken-down dude, but he could still kick your ass, and he was way more keen on the uh, detective level and the gadgets. So mm. I think we're going to see more of that because of this, if if this is all true, right? Which which I'm pretty sure it is. Just yeah. I mean, just from meeting with Frank Miller, and and you know all this talk of it being an older Batman, so. You know, there's that going on, um, and then we talked about Carl Urban. Well, he's also in the running for uh, Batman. He's one of the names that's been talked about now. Whether or not this was Zack Snyder actually saying this is another story. Um, a lot of people are suggesting he's kind of going a different route. Maybe not Carl Urban, because Carl, Carl, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's uh, grizzled enough for me. No, you know, dude, what I mean? dude
0: watch Dread. Okay. Watch Dread.
6: Yeah, see I might change my mind. Dread will change
0: your mind that. because uh yeah, Dread will change your mind. And Ryan Kraft on our Facebook page, he he brought up uh um Carl Urban as right. uh being, you know, possible casting mm-hmm. for uh Batman. And I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, I want watching Dread, he does have a very strong jawline strong. Okay. that you need to be Batman. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Watch Dread and then and then make your determination. Well, but yeah, I mean yeah. but you could always make
6: him older and I could totally see it. But um, I mean, he looks like Greg Calpello's uh you know Capula, Bruce Wayne. Greg
0: Capula. Capula. Yeah. He
6: looks like his Bruce Wayne. Yeah. To to me. And and if you make him a little bit older, give him facial yeah, hair and all yeah. that crap. Oh totally. Now,
0: totally. The thing is though, he's pretty busy these days. I mean he's he's still, you know, he's McCoy in Star Trek. And, uh, you know, he's going to be doing Almost Human. Um, and then, you know, if this comes out in 2015, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to have – if he's going to be readily available to play the part of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, that's true. So. Um,
6: but he – you know, there's there's some other picks. in Yeah. So supposedly these are um, from an insider in the Snyder camp. These are what he's saying, Okay. Okay. Um, this isn't confirmed. This is just somebody saying that he's in that camp, and this is what he said. So specifically named were Ryan Gosling, which, in my opinion, that is Batman. That's who I want. Right. Uh, there's Josh Brolin, who I think would probably be cool, but I don't see him standing toe to toe with Cavill. Uh, you know? I, don't, I don't want Brolin. No, I think it would. I think it would cheapen it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, there's Richard uh, Armit Armitad Taj Taj? Armitage? Armitage. From, from The Hobbit. Um, he played Thorin, I believe, from The Hobbit. Okay. Um, and he's a strong contender, actually. Yeah, uh, I've heard that, he's too. He's one of the ones that he's like, they're saying that his name keeps coming up again and again. Um, right. Max Mar- Martini? Yeah, uh, he played the
0: father in Pacific, Pacific Rim,
6: Rim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty cool, I one think. Of the,
0: one of the Han- Chuck Hansen's father? Right. Right. Yeah. right. And then uh, Matthew
6: Good, who played, I believe, Ozzy... Ozzy Mandis from Watchmen.
0: Uh, no, so, uh, yeah, Ozmandi, uh, Oz. Oz, okay, Ozmandias. Yeah. Yes.
6: Yeah. So he played him. So he already has. But you know, again, he's kind of, he's kind of
0: scrawny. He I is. Mean, I, he 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 looks kind of like. Uh, he reminds me when you when I look at him, he reminds me of uh, Michael Fassbender.
6: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just just he'd be a little too. And he's a little too young, I think, too. He, he I don't might think
0: be a he, good Flash, but he's not a good Batman. Right. Oh. He be a great Flash, yeah, for sure. Uh, the uh, guy that I have my hopes set on... Go ahead. Did you have one more, Jay?
6: Well, yeah. I mean, that's just Zack Snyder's camp mainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other people that have been brought up... Um, and th- this is coming from the WB camp. This is somebody who says he's with WB. Okay. Okay. Um, And I don't like these. Um, Jude Law. Ooh, Uh, I've heard...
0: No, he was rumored years and years ago, like right after they had the... um the i am legend movie where they had like the the poster of the batman versus superman in new york city jude law was soon after that movie came out he was rumored to be if they made a batman versus superman standalone film he was rumored to be Be batman yeah
6: yeah which so i don't i don't really buy that's an that's old news right the other one was gerard butler which yeah you know maybe no no um, John Hamm, of course, we've heard his name. Uh, yeah, I've Dan said, I've said that. that before. Yeah, I yeah. do like that. But episode. that's me. I, you know, I can kind of see it, but to me, that's Adam West. You know, all to me, that's again. that's George Clooney. No, I mean, if you if you're right. a fan of Mad Men, there's times in Mad Men
0: where he he plays that Batman. T- I don't want to think of like when I watch a new Batman movie, I want to think of. Just a new, fresh slate, a clean no, I, slate. Yeah, I agree with you there. Christian yeah. Bale like was. hadn't done a whole lot, right. so it was like he had done like Empire of the Sun when he was a kid. And Not then he too did, many like, people knew American who that. American Psycho, was. Yeah. and then it was Batman. So yeah. it's almost like a clean slate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so also there's Josh Holloway from Lost, which, which is another about one of before. mine. Yeah. yeah, Dan likes that one as well. Yeah. But
6: uh, a side note to this, there's a rumor going around that he might possibly be Quasar. In Marvel, Qua- bringing in back Quasar, Marvel. wow! Yeah, so that's a side note, and that's just kind of thrown out there. I don't know anything about that. Um, but the other cool one, the the only cool one out of this, uh, is Anson Mount. Yes, right. And, and uh, we have talked about him being Doctor Strange before. Yeah, which uh, or Brian Brian actually brought that. Yeah, up. yeah.
4: Screen Rant has uh, Mount as their number one. Do they really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of people petitioning for Anson Mount, which I wanted to see him as Doctor Strange originally, but I have also thought that he would be an awesome Dark Knight. Yeah. So I, especially
6: older Dark Knight. Yes,
0: Um, he is forty years old. Yeah. uh, But uh, I mean, if we're looking for somebody, I think that they could get on the cheap. Yeah, and lock him up for quite a few. Right, few, movies. few movies. Yeah, because Hell on Wheels is a fantastic show. They finished two seasons. The third season didn't start when they wanted it to. There were some production problems, but um, Hell on Wheels is a fantastic show. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, but uh, Anson Mount is becoming one of my favorite actors, and it is because of Hell on Wheels. Mm. Uh, I think he has the chops to play Batman. Um, you know, he's a mysterious guy in Hell on Wheels. Uh, I just want to see him get this part. I want to see him land this part. I know that he would be able to play a fantastic Batman. I just want to. I I would like to see him. Uh, I'd be interested to see him play Bruce Bruce Wayne. Wayne, That's going to be the tough one for me um, because I know he can play Batman. I know he can play Batman after seeing Hell on Wheels. Mm. But uh, can he play Bruce Bruce Wayne? That remains to be seen. Yeah,
6: I I mean, do you think we'll, we'll see that? Do you think we'll see Bruce Wayne confronting Clark Kent? in this because i i want to too i want to see them Mm -hmm. bond on a whole different you know not just as superheroes but whatever as human no i think that we're going
0: to see scenes in this next movie of bruce wayne confronting clark kent that'd be awesome oh jesus
6: and it's got to be somebody like that it's got to be somebody with that can just look him in the eye and be like i know who you are you know
0: there are there is comic books where you you read where uh you know, uh, Batman and Superman meet in costume, and right. Superman looks at Batman, and then he uses his x-ray vision and says, oh, okay, you're Bruce Wayne, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and flies off, and, right. and Batman's pissed. Yeah. Batman follows him, knocks on his window, and then su- Superman, as Clark Kent, looks yeah. out the window, sees Batman waving at him, looking in <laughs> the binoculars, waving at him like, hey, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I know who you are now, too. Right. And so... That's it, awesome. The next day, he shows up at, like, the Daily Planet, where Clark works, yeah. as Bruce Wayne starts hitting on Lois Lane and shit. Nice. Awesome. And, dude, that's the kind of stuff that they can throw into this movie... Absolutely. ...that is gonna make this more of a humorous movie yeah. than The Man of Steel. Right. And a lot of people are like, yeah, Man of Steel wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny for a reason. Right.
5: No, I
4: agree. Because
0: you have a alien who lives on this planet that no one's accepting him. First off, he has no people. Right. Second of all, the human race isn't accepting him. Mm-hmm. People are picking on him and they know he's different. And so his mood and the way he feels tortured in his soul sets the tone of the movie right 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 at the end of the movie he's starting to understand that there are people that like him in the mm-hmm. military and there are people that think of him as the superman Superman, right. and so he starts to have this smile Com- more confident about like his- when the one the lady says like oh i think he's kind of hot yeah you know yeah like it's supposed to Tell you that, hey, this was supposed to be the somber, sad movie. Okay, yeah. Superman sets... The way he feels sets the tone for this movie. Right. The next movie is going to be more of a lighthearted, hopefully, you know, Getting jokey into, to, movie. Right. And he's, Superman's going to be a little bit more happy with who he is. But at the same time now, you've got Bruce Wayne being the detective. Like, mm-hmm. dude, like, who is this alien? Why is he come to my planet? Right. He's bringing other aliens here. They've destroyed pretty much half of metropolis mm-hmm. i've got to look into this because you know i'm i'm ai am the, super, yeah. the superhero of gotham right. now, now you're dragging me to fucking metropolis right.
4: so how how later after man of steel do you think this movie ties in you know what i mean like how timeline i think pretty
0: quickly jay me and you had to talk about this yesterday
6: <laughs> yeah um, i mean i i agree i think it's gonna be pretty quick yeah. i mean he's he's gonna You know, first of all, there was the Easter egg of of Bruce's satellite getting destroyed. That was a Wayne Industries satellite. Mm. Yeah. So he's immediately going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Right. (laughs) right. What just happened? Almost in real time, yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be there pretty immediately. If he's Batman, the Batman we know, he mm. will be there immediately. Okay.
0: So how is Batman going to stand up to Superman? Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
6: What is he going to use?
0: Yeah. We haven't been introduced to Kryptonite, which I still think could be part of the second film. Right. But in the first film, there is a scene where Zod starts ripping off his armor. Yeah, and he's near or on a LexCorp building. Mm-hmm. So when he takes off his armor, mm-hmm. I think either Lex Luthor or Batman gets a hold of that Zod armor, that Kryptonian armor, right, and then fashions it into a <sighs> Batman suit. That'd be badass. Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, that would be oh my so God, cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and, and and you know, there's the other, you know, side of that coin. Is it Lex Luthor who gets the armor like right. he does in the comic right. books? Is that right. what he's going to do?
0: Is Lex Luthor going to use that armor later on down the road, or is right. it Batman?
6: Right, so, and this yeah. could just be setting up Lex right. Luthor for doing God, that later. Why can't this movie come out next month. God, <laughs> <I wish. laughs> you know. But yeah, isn't that cool? I yeah. mean, because yeah. we were talking about that. Like, yeah. what is? What is Batman going to do? He's not going to walk in there like an idiot. No,
0: absolutely it, not. Strategic. Very strategic. Yeah.
6: Right. He's going to have a plan. So what's, what's his defense?
0: Yeah. Hmm.
6: And what else is there in this realistic? I mean, they're trying to ground this. So what is he going to use? Right. Like, so, yeah, the armor, fucking great idea.
0: Yeah. Man, I, believe, I, that's believe be that's, I believe that's what's going to happen. Ugh. All right. Did you guys have anything more about to say about the, the Batman stuff?
6: Uh no I mean I'm enough. just I'm just you know I want uh you know I either I want Anson Mount too I you know after looking at him yeah. and after you talking yeah. about him yeah. I was like fuck yeah yeah um I think he looks like an older kind of Christian Bale you know somebody that's seen some shit like, absolutely you can see it in his kind of weathered yeah Carl Urban's a little too chiseled for me like yeah. Anson Mount's more like weathered. So that's, that's what I want to see. So yeah. I, I'm pretty excited. I, I just want to keep following this, and you know we'll definitely be bringing you updates on this as
0: soon, soon as it comes out. Yeah. Up. yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a real quick break. Um, when we do our break, we're going to have uh, Jake's review of The Conjuring. Uh, when we come back, we've just got more news. More news. Kitchen more Sink. More news. Kitchen Sink. That's what it's all about. All see right. See you. Late.
3: Hey, how's it going, listeners and Leftovers. Uh, Sorry I couldn't make it this week. I got a one-day ticket for Lollapalooza, and I had to miss the recording this week. But uh, even though I couldn't make it for the Kitchen Sink episode, I wanted to record a quick review for The Conjuring for everybody. Um, The Conjuring is a new horror movie from the guy that did Saw and Insidious, uh, James Wan. Uh, The movie follows a husband and wife paranormal detective team who follows up on possible demon possession cases and tries to help those who are suffering from those kind of things. Uh, More often than not, it's them debunking the supposed otherworldly activity with uh, rational explanations such as, you know, wind or loose floor panels or trees. But after we see them do this a couple times, uh, the movie tells us through text that we are about to see the most horrifying, disturbing case that they've ever been on. Um, And that's when the movie got pretty good. Uh, The buildup was really intense and the stakes seemed very real. And from that point on, I was worried about the detectives and the family that was being plagued by the demon that could not be debunked by the detectives. Uh, Lots and twists and turns until the very end. And the scares were, you know, provided by general fear for the people's safety and not just a bunch of gratuitously violent images, which I was kind of expecting from a horror movie from the guy that made Saw and Insidious. So I was pleasantly surprised to see more of a classy kind of hitchcocking horror movie Uh, i'm gonna go go ahead and give it a taste it um i had a great time being scared watching it Uh, when it was over i I didn't really feel a need to have to see it again or rewatch it but you know it it was a pretty good time it's a great date movie um you bring a girl to it and she'll surely be holding your hand very tightly for the whole movie um it was a great time so just wanted to drop in and give my review real quick um Guys, I hope you have a great show. I'm with you there in spirit, and uh, I'll see you next week. Have a good recording, guys. Bye. All
0: right, and we're back. Hey, um, I, we did. We were talking about uh, Anson Mount uh, possibly being Batman. I forgot to bring up a quote. Uh, he was actually um, – there's like a lot of people out there that are supporting Anson Mount being Batman, and uh, Anson Mount in an interview with Huffington Post about potentially being cast as the uh, the next Batman said – it's just flattering to be considered as someone who can even begin to approach this role. I read comics. I read comics growing up, and Batman was one of my favorites. I think Zack Snyder is a great filmmaker. So, yeah, that's I awesome. Mean,
6: he sounds like he wants to do it, I, which, uh, yeah. which is what I want. Yeah. I want somebody that wants to be fucking Batman, yeah. just like Hugh Jackman wants to be Wolverine, and he brings that passion. yeah.
0: yeah. I think Anson Mount is ready to be seen by film audiences i think he's ready for that next level um definitely definitely don't look past this guy no don't yeah i
6: mean look him up i mean everyone who's listening tonight i mean look it up and you know just i I, the the moment i saw that and and the news came out that that was a possibility i was like yeah for sure yeah so get behind this guy because you know you you can make these movies the way you want them to be you just gotta voice your opinion voice your opinion absolutely
0: Uh, Dan, you had some news for us.
4: Yeah, you know, Comic Con was a few weeks ago, and uh, something that got overlooked was Kevin Smith actually hosted uh, Comic Con 2013. Uh, it was hmm. a little—I think it wasn't little—seven thousand pe- uh, people panel that he, he was in front of. Uh, wow! He, he mentioned a story about bonding with his daughter over a popular iOS game called uh, Plants vs Zombies. Have mm-hmm. you guys heard of that game? Yeah. Very. Yeah. It was huge at well, one. It was. It wasn't last year. The three year before years ago, yeah, dude. it was, it was very, like three years
0: ago, right when the iPhone four came out, right. And then they
4: they turned it into a uh, console game, and it was a huge computer game. But anyway, <laughs> he uh, actually mentioned that he was approached by the developer of uh, Plants vs. Zombies, PopCap, uh, to bring Jay and Silent Bob into the uh, All Ages Plants vs. Zombies Universe movie. Oh, cool! Snooch to the nooch, snooch. Yeah, so I, you know, it's crazy the fact that a developer comes to somebody as large as Kevin
0: Smith and says, "You know, I heard." You mean large as in like size? Both. Wow, that was very (laughs) offensive, Dan. But hey, I can relate to him. (laughs)
4: Um, But anyways, now what do you guys think? Would you would be interested in something like this? As far as seeing it,
0: I don't really play a lot of games on my phone, but anything that kevin smith is involved in i love it it. i love kevin smith i don't care what people say like like oh yeah he's got some movies out there that sucked or whatever kevin smith will acknowledge that those movies suck right i mean he acknowledges that he's done directing i think he's doing clerks three and that's it for him and uh he's moved on to like smodco the podcast and and you know comic book man he even did that hulu series called spoilers like uh, a year or two ago yeah um i love kevin smith i think he's a fun guy i love his stand-up act Mm -hmm. so yeah which you
4: also mentioned uh, at comic kev 2013
0: that clerks
4: three is happening uh with all of the original cast members and production team returning and that uh, clerks three would address growing older marriage and children cool so be on the lookout for that probably another one of those uh 2015 you know Blockbusters that we're all going to.
0: Blockbusters? (laughs) It's Clerk 3, Dan. Well, you know. (laughs) <laughs> it's clerks three it's not a blockbuster you never know um <laughs> <laughs> i do know it's not a blo- it's not a blockbuster
4: no i'm saying all the movies that are going to be out that year are going to be blockbusters looking right out for this right. one too maybe
0: no i'm i'll definitely check it out but uh, i wouldn't consider it like your summer no, no, like no, popcorn like oh let's go see clerks, clerks three yeah. let's yeah. bring the kids and <laughs> watch dante and randall you watch a know. watch a donkey fuck a <laughs> that's what happened in clerk too there's a yeah. donkey scene but i'm just saying like i love i'll I'll definitely check out clerks three definitely
4: Oh um yeah. another thing too a uh, week from today which we record on sundays but anyway breaking bad is coming back for the final season um it, it's gonna get the talking dead treatment with talking bad oh wow a half hour show that breaks down every aspect. let me guess
0: it's chris hardwick you, you, you're right. That son of a bitch is everywhere. <laughs> every, he's he's everywhere. the new
4: Ryan Seacrest.
0: Yeah, he is. He is. But he's anyway. like the geek Seacrest. <laughs> geek crest. Geek crest. Ryan Geek crest.
4: But it's going to break down every aspect of that night's episode. Chris Hardwick has set the host, and it's coming from the same team that produces Talking Dead. Yeah.
0: Um. I like Chris Hardwick. I, I listen to the Nerdist every once in a while. Do you? Um, yeah. Oh
4: yeah. I think Talking Bad should have happened years ago, but. I'm I'm looking forward to this, and I cannot wait for the season premiere of talk, uh, of uh, Breaking Bad.
0: Guys, hold me accountable. I really want to. I'm going to start recording, like DVRing this final season of Breaking Bad. Yeah, but in the meantime, I should start from season one, right? Absolutely. Right. Okay.
4: Oh, I mean, you can't.
0: maybe if I can, the like, guys hold me accountable. I'll start watching from season one. And then by the end of the Breaking Bad, maybe we can have like a finale show. That'd be awesome. Because if I'm not talking, like, who wants to listen to this show? Right, I know. That's what I was thinking. Do you like. guys want to l- seriously listen to Dan for an hour?
4: <laughs> I can review the, the latest pop-up book.
0: Yeah, exactly. Dan's going to be talking about Curious George next week. Yes.
4: All <laughs> Curious George episode by me next week.
0: Guys, I, I just really wasn't... Uh, I don't understand the man with the yellow hat. I just... <laughs> uh, you know, you. Um, I mean, sometimes there's scenes where it looked, it didn't even look yellow to me. <laughs> it was neon yellow, you son of a bitch.
4: <laughs> um, but no, I mean, definitely check out Breaking Bad, you assholes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Brian, I'm going to hold you accountable. I mean, if you need me to like remind you daily to watch an episode, yeah. then do it. But Breaking right. Bad set to return August 11th. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck you fuck you you're cool breaking bad is set to return when i already said it too uh, bad i, I went, oh, <laughs> all right <laughs>
4: to breaking bad august right. 11th next sunday all right right, right. season
0: premiere it's the beginning check it out listeners. of the end all right blaine McLean. he's our buddy on twitter and also on facebook he recently said at pc leftovers good episode guys and uh, number one he's wrong there <laughs> um <laughs> anyway all the trask industries viral stuff for days of future past has my hopes up hope i don't get singered what do you think and then he also wants to know our thoughts on the viral campaign and if we've been uh to the full teaser page um yep. so you know, blaine is uh, of course talking about brian singer's x-men days future of future past, past. Uh, movie that's coming out next summer. Right. Uh, not a lot of competition next summer, yeah, so uh, like it much. might be a good time for it to come out. Honestly, um, 2015. On the other hand, this movie would have been an afterthought. Right. Um, Blockbuster. Something. Have you guys been to the uh, teaser page? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it, yeah, I checked it out. Uh, I'll be honest with you, they do have a very cool Trask uh, Industries uh, video there um, that I'd like to play the audio clip for if you don't mind sure cool
2: what have you been doing for the past 50 years do you feel safer more secure because we've spent the last 50 years ensuring your peace of mind at Trask Industries we know there's nothing more precious nothing worth fighting for more than your future. Our future. Here's to the next 50 years. At Trask Industries, we're solving tomorrow's problems today.
0: During the video, they show um, a Sentinel actually watching a family on the beach play together. Yeah. Um and at the end of the movie, at the end of the commercial, um it's almost like a, like an infomercial or whatever. They right. show like the uh sentinel face light up and the eyes light up. Mm-hmm. Um you know, basically uh I don't know, uh, what do you guys think about this uh viral campaign that uh that they're initiating with the Days of Future Past? They're trying I mean <laughs> No, I mean, I'm not looking forward to this
4: movie. I just, you know, with all of our X Men talk over the past few weeks, it's getting yeah. us to talk about it. It is. I th- like I said, they're trying. It's it, they're 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 trying to get everybody's attention now. Yeah, um, making people look forward to it. Wolverine obviously didn't help, but you gave
0: well, no 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 no. You it gave was a borderline, Wolverine a taste,
4: a taste but in. it was a borderline, and, and I was I was agreed with by somebody that
5: <laughs>
0: it was a See, borderline. I, was, I listened to last week's episode. I did too. And like every time I listened to it. You sounded like you were giving it a toss-it. But I, I love Wolverine. But you, you gave I it a taste-it. I,
4: I love cool. X-Men characters and I love Wolverine,
0: and it was just the. the I'm going to call was- you out. It sounded like you gave it a toss-it to me. The whole time. I don't know why you tasted the fucking thing. It was well, borderline. It was it,
4: borderline. I mean, I, I know there's no such thing as a borderline taste it or toss it. It was, you're right. It was a more of a toss it, but I love
0: Wolverine. Okay. I just. I love Wolverine too, but I fucking tossed the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but your points were more valid than mine, so. All right, Dan, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. No, I know. I, I get what you're saying because I would probably question it too. Um, but. 'cause I asked you like why did you like why did you give it a taste it, and you said something about the music the music was cool well i mean if Wolverine if the Wolverine was a james a James Mangold musical, then maybe I maybe would you would give it a taste, taste. it <laughs> but way. it wasn't a musical it was no, it I was know. it was a warner brother it was a fox film right. and, and and I that's gave what it a, the problem is right, yeah, so you know, okay. All right, Jay <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting Dan on the spot and I'm a dick. Brian, are you drinking tequila? No, I'm not drinking tequila. <laughs> it's all and good. And I'm not angry I'm It's drinking- all good. No, all right. I get what you're saying. I you know Okay. It, it, I get what you're saying. Jay, what do you think about the viral stuff? And be honest. I, I I don't want you to think about hey, what's Brian think about the viral shit? What does Jay think about the viral campaign for Days of Future Past?
6: <laughs> um
0: well uh, Be honest. be honest i don't care i don't care because you may be surprised at how i feel about the viral campaign okay you may not be surprised i I personally you may not be surprised (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) I personally don't give a
6: fuck i saw the viral campaign Mm um i'm not impressed by any of it um yeah it was just basically kind of a commercial It, it was kind of cool in that aspect, that it was like a real like commercial for Trask Industries, right. which I thought was cool. I'm not taking away from how cool it was made or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. It, was, it was fun to watch, um, but it doesn't get me any more excited about this movie. Mm-hmm. I still think it's going to be crap. Okay. Everything I've heard from everyone, including actors and actresses, makes me believe it's going to be shit. So I would love it to be great. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not knocking anybody that has right. their hopes up for this. That's cool. Right. Um, I wish it would be good. I don't think it's going to be. And and that that viral video crap. It didn't do shit for me. So I'm sorry. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, Blaine, I'm talking to you right now, buddy. Uh, he's been very vocal on our Facebook. Very yeah. vocal on our Twitter. I love this Blaine guy. He's awesome. Yeah, he has some cool. great questions. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna t- I'm talking to you right now, Blaine. Um. I love the viral stuff that's going on here, Blaine. I do. I mean, they set up that page like this is not a movie, but this is a real company that's goal is to actually protect the humans from the mutant uprising. This is not like a page that you go to that's promoting a movie. Right. This is a page that you go to. They make it actually look like this is an actual company yeah. that their goal is to uh, um, protect humans from the mutants. Mm-hmm. Um there are different tabs that you can click on on the website uh, such as innovation and then you can click on a genetics tab and then a media tab. That's the media tab where I got that commercial uh, And it really gives you some insight behind this movie like you know, and the characters Bolivar Trask uh, of Trask Industries and then it also gives you some insight on the technology that's uh, incorporated into the Sentinel, uh, robots. robots. Yeah, uh, I love how they break down the Sentinels and their abilities to hunt out the mutants on the page. Uh, the descriptions of the technology is very fucking cool. I mean, there's the, uh, the mutant detection device. Uh, here's how they describe it on the site. They say the mutant detection device was one of Bolivar Trask's first major inventions. So his first major invention is like, how are we going to hunt these things? Yeah. How are these robots going to be able to find the mutants? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mutant detection device identifies cerebral output waves along certain genetically common frequencies in order to identify the presence of humans with the X-gene mutations. This technology now comes standard in every Sentinel we build. That is the wording that they yeah. use. It's like it's a product placement on this page. They're making this page seem like it's a real... Like it's getting ready to come out. Like yeah. it's a real thing. Real thing yeah, this like this, Like you've gone to the www.dyson.com, you're reading <laughs> about the new Dyson, right. you're reading about the new Sentinel. Yeah. Uh, there's also, they talk about the inhibitor collar, uh, which is also standard on these, uh, these sentinels using principles of the Mutant detection device, Trask applied physicists and geneticists went on to develop the X-gene inhibitor collar, a Trask proprietary containment measure. The fitted device can be worn by individuals exhibiting pathological mutant gene expression and can be used to control dangerous impulses or reactions. So this is a containment mm-hmm. device made for mutants. This sounds fucking cool. Blaine, I understand. I love this viral stuff. I think it's fun as shit, dude. I think this page is fun. I think it's very cool. I love it. But let's talk about this movie. Singer has yeah. been promising that this film will fix all the continuity issues in all of the X-Men films. That's mm. the bottom line. Can we talk about the ex- can we talk about the continuity issues? Sure. Yeah. In first class, we've got Magneto, and he accidentally paralyzes Charles Xavier back in 1962, and then he leaves him, and um, he leaves him and the entire mutant cause and the humans, um, because uh, it's interesting they must have worked things out because the two are seen palling around together in the last stand. Where they both walk into Gene Gray's house at the same point in the 1970s, and then in 1985, and so they're, they're walking right in that scene yeah. in X-Men: the Last Stand, what he's supposed to be paralyzed. And then in right. 1985, in X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Professor X is still standing when he's summoning all those kids out of the mutant prison, and then he's only to be in a wheelchair in the two thousands when X-Men rolls out, uh, rolls out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended.
6: <laughs> Let me blow your mind for a second on that, uh-huh. on on that note. Um, the, the whole premise of this is that of the new one of days of future past is that Wolverine is the only one capable of withstanding time travel. So if you think for a second that professor X and Magneto are the future Magneto and Professor X, and somehow he can walk now. Like, that's not going to be the case. Like, they can't even do it themselves. That's why. Wow. Spoiler alert, but that's why they want him, you know, at the end of Wolverine.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't know that. That's very cool. Thank you. It's awesome, Jay. I, I mean, he's the only person that can ha- withstand the Weapon X. Right. Ooh. Procedure. So, right. so some people would argue that, well, that was Professor X from the future.
6: Well, that's not what's happening. Right. That's not what the movie's going to be about, so. All right, let's talk
0: about Beast for a second here real quick,
5: uh. okay?
0: <laughs> in the 1960s, Hank McCoy, he looks like a regular guy, and yeah. then he turns into the blue furry beast that we know from the comics as, uh, in, in recent uh, uh iterations of the character right now in x-men uh two he's fully human again and he's uh and then in the last stand he's a he's blue and furry right again mm-hmm. and he and and then it's and then he's played by kelsey Grammer, but he's do <laughs> th- 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 you see what i'm saying here the right. continuity <laughs> issue yeah. yeah. the, right in the 60s we see him as a regular human. He's the guy from the uh the zombie uh warm bodies movie. And then he he's a regular guy. He turns into the blue person, but in then X-Men 2, he's a human. And then he turns and by by X-Men last stand, he's a blue furry, furry guy. creature uh which is part of his mutation. Right. Right now, that's, that's messed up. Hey, oh, a uh, side note, guys. I'm going to start a uh, uh, Kickstarter movie project. I want you guys to know about it. It's my Kickstarter oh. movie project. It's a uh, it's a superhero film. It's starring the Beast from the X Men, but it's with a twist. <laughs> Are you guys ready? <laughs> okay, this is an alternate universe where Beast, where instead of being a member, of the X Men. Hank McCoy lives with his mom, in my version, and he works at White Castle, and then his manager is always threatening to fire him because customers keep finding blue fur in their food. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's a comedy. Cool. Of course. Oh, I like that. comedies. Yeah. I'll back it. So, you know, it's like he wears a hairnet, but it's not enough.
6: <laughs> oh.
0: And there might be a Harold and Kumar crossover. Ooh, Who knows? No Ooh, the, but the that's, my, that's my crossover I can movie. see them selling a lot of hairnets. Yeah. At Target or something. Harold and Kumar no beast. Be- beast, beast hairnets, hairnets. <laughs> hairnets, blue hairnets. Oh my!
6: I'm. Where can I go buy? What I
0: like about that? Beast is how
6: funny he is. That's what I like about it:
0: his quips, his yeah. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because the you fact know that he's blue. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Beast <laughs> is <laughs> so a hilarious character.
4: What is? Uh, what does Jake think about that? <laughs>
5: oh, this is I
0: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right, guys. So we've thank you, Jake. Um, <laughs> anyway,
6: well, well, let me just say, Brian, you blew my mind with the amount of information on that. I, and I apologize yeah. to Blaine. I didn't. I didn't look fully into the website like that. That's okay. pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. the the
4: but website I, I like. I just went to the website yeah. and the way it's set up. Yeah. Like you were saying, it looks real as shit. It does. And
0: and when you start reading it, your mind immediately goes right to And me. I can see why Blaine is getting sucked into this because it, the website is really cool. Whoever's behind this website, which I can promise you it's not Brian Singer. No. It's is, good. It, it's it, a cool website. It's very cool. It's very um, interactive. We've posted it on our Facebook page with the 360 designs you can look at, and so, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. It definitely. goes over the Sentinel technology and everything. It's pretty awesome. The
4: Dyson um, comment you made
0: was pretty cool, though. Yeah, <laughs> the Dyson picture that you sent us in the group me chat yeah. was fucking hilarious. It was. I already.
4: found that. Um, I, there's a website I read all, uh, almost daily called Gizmodo.com, yeah. and there was a huge Sentinel yeah. um, article in this. In I this posted website. that on our Facebook page. I so saw that, I, yeah. uh, but anyway, I found that in the comments section of that uh, mm. article, <laughs> uh, somebody posted that and said this is exactly what it should be: eighteen uh-huh. foot Dyson, like the, the the
0: top of the line Dyson is eighteen foot. You know, it, well, I showed my girlfriend the picture of the Sentinel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh look at the sentinel that Brian Singer has like, you know, he's shown Designed, off, yeah, you know. Yeah. He I don't think he's done the character design. There was a he he had a little bit of that. I'm sure he did, yeah. yeah. But I showed her and I was like I was like, look, it's got like a hand dryer built into its chest. <laughs> right. And, and uh, you know, she laughed at it. She thought it was stupid looking too. Yeah. And uh, then and then like the next day, you posted that Dyson picture of him like leaning up against the Dyson. I showed that to her, and she just rolled. Dude, it was so funny. It was good. It was funny. Now uh, uh, some other continuity issues in X Men Days of Future Past in 2006 is the Last Stand. Moya uh, Moya Moir- 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 I can't say her name. Moira, Moir- Moira McTaggart. Yes, uh, she plays a 38. 38- year old Scottish doctor researching mm. the mutant gene. But then, in the 60s version of X-Men First Class, Moira McTaggart, she's the 32-year-old American CIA agent. Mm. Right. <laughs> so what the fuck? How right. are you going to fix all this? Don't, let, don't even get me started on the the Summers brothers, Alex. No. Mm. You know what Hav- I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, You got Havoc and Cyclops? Mm. Mm. Alex and Scott? They're 40 years old, 40 years apart, right. and they're supposed to be brothers? You've got yeah. Alex in the 60s and Scott in the X-Men? Yeah. you can't, how. Don't get me started on that. And then you've got, uh, okay, you've got uh, Professor X in the X-Men movie, the first movie back in 2000. Xavier says that Magneto helped him build Cerebro. Mm-hmm. But then in first class, Beast... Had it built, Beast built it, before Professor X had ever even gotten into the picture. Like, who's who's in charge of this? <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, somebody should have got fired years Is this ago. Obama? Well, see, what happened was you've
0: got the X-Men movies, X-Men 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. And then you had X-Men First Class, which was supposed to be a reboot, reboot right. of the 60s. Right. And what they're trying to do is force this into a... Con- like they're- sur- they're trying to force these two movies together, together yeah. that weren't meant to be together, sure, so it's fucked up it's crazy um and, and,
4: and this is like x men is what I remember growing up as a kid as far as comic books go, not actually reading the comic books but the the toys and the cards and like that was the one thing that I was focused on when I was a child so when when the movies come out, you know, I was excited for them, but they just, they just were stupid. I just didn't care for them. You know what I mean? It was they just, were just, bad. The action sequences
0: were the action sequences were were bad. Yeah. Um, you know the uh, the way that they portrayed the characters was not the way that they were portrayed in the comic book Too or even bar-like. in the cartoon.
5: Yeah.
0: Xavier um in also said that uh, in the in the X Men films, the original X Men films that Magneto made the helmet uh, that he used to work with Cerebro, but then right. in first class he just took it from Kevin Bacon.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. And then used that
0: helmet. Um, right. X Men and the X Men Xavier, he also said that he met Magneto when he was 17, but in first class they met when they're in their 30s. Right. Um, and then also Xavier and Mystique were really like almost like a brother and sister relationship in yeah. first class, and you know Mystique actually had like a, kind of like a uh, uh, almost like a romantic feeling towards Xavier yeah. in first class. But in the X Men movies, the original trilogy, they didn't even acknowledge each other like that at all. Right. Um, and then he said in the first films, Xavier says that Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Storm were his first students. But that's not the case when we watch X Men First Class. You've Mm -hmm. got the actual original, pretty much mutants, except for like Cyclops. Right. and, And it's weird. Yeah, none H- of the con- I uh, there's no way. I, how I, are they going to tie this? There's together? there's just... no way that 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 singer can fix this continuity. It's beyond fixing. It's so fucked up at and, this point. That... And go ahead, just say I'm nitpicky. No, say that I'm nitpicky. Uh, whatever, but you're I, not though, because I'm just saying that the film creators are shitting all over this. They're ruining this Let's franchise. I I I'm just not I'm not buying it I'm not buying it I don't think that they can fix this with time travel.
5: <laughs> no
0: I think it's gonna be a, a fucked up mess. Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. We won't know until absolutely the movie comes out. I mean,
5: yeah.
0: obviously, we're all gonna go see this. Yeah, we're gonna see and it. give it a I'm try. It. And
4: you never know; it could be good. And, and and there might be somebody in this camp that's that'll fix this. You never know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying you never know. It's fucking months it, it, away. You just can't, Dan. Me. No, no, Dan. You can't fix what I've I'm just... Not, I'm not saying 100% fix, but it's gonna. it might be a decent movie. <sighs> you never know. It, I'm just saying you never know. You don't know. We don't know at this point.
0: I can of have a good Dan, feeling. <laughs> there is no way you can fix all those issues that I just brought up. I, I don't want you to think that I'm
4: saying it's going to be fixed 100%. I'm just saying you don't know at this point. I'm not saying it's going to, I'm not saying it's not going to.
0: All right, I seriously I want you to take the next 25 years and find a way <laughs> to fix all the you issues won't. that I just brought I up. I know you won't.
4: I, you you can't. I'm just saying it, you want to have hope, but it's not going to happen.
0: I I mean, I'm not I'll tell I can promise you right now, you can't fix the issues that I brought up. No, no, not the issues you brought up, or no. the only way you can fix the issues that I brought up is, is if you reboot rebooted, the goddamn yeah. franchise. Right, right? No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Th- this to me
6: is another harebrained Brian Singer's Superman two fiasco. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. This is him bringing in the child of Superman and just making it fucking weird instead of just sticking to what would have worked. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And and again, he's doing it with this where he's got this fantastical idea of and he's bragging about rebooting it again, like this is his reboot. But, I mean, yeah, you can't fix any of those issues.
0: No, you can't. It doesn't
6: matter what you do. So why are you fucking doing it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. This is basically like, okay, uh, in Big Daddy, where that little kid would piss on the floor, (laughs) and Adam Sandler would throw newspaper over it. Brian Singer is throwing newspaper over this, and they're just going to try to fix what they can and move on from there. Yeah, I mean, I just, just if you want
6: to redo it, redo it. I, I don't need to see Halle Berry. I mean, the only person I care about is Hugh
0: Jackman. Yeah. Can I bring it up again that Halle Berry is pregnant during the filming of this movie? So yeah. any uh, action scenes that you wanted to see Halle Berry performing not gonna are not going to happen. Ugh. Yeah, she, she even said, like, I was in and out. I was the
6: first one in and the first one out. So
4: it seems like nobody's giving a fuck about this. I mean...
6: Mm.
0: Well, besides Brian Singer.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, right. He's the only
0: one. Yeah. It's upsetting. It it's upsetting. Is. It is. Um I, I think the only um saving grace is gonna be Peter Dinklage and Hugh Jackman. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. And and Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Right. Right, yeah, you can't forget them too. I'm gonna watch this movie, yeah. and I'm hoping that it does good. I hope that, I eat my words. I, I want to
4: go back and say, you know, that's what I'm saying. You want to, you want to hope that this is going to be a decent.
0: movie. Blaine wants to hope that this movie is going to be good.
4: I'm not, I, I'm not going on record and saying this is going to be a great movie. I'm not. I'm just saying I want to hope it's going to be a decent movie. Okay, fair enough.
0: All right, I'm gonna move on Let's because Brian Singer pisses me off, and he ha- <laughs> we haven't yeah. seen a good movie since First Class, in right. my opinion. Um, you know, but Jay loved the Wolverine. Jake yes. loved the Wolverine, and I'm glad there are people like that love the Wolverine. And every podcast that I've listened to loves the Wolverine. Jay, every review reviews. I've yeah. listened to loves the Wolverine. I'm thinking, what? Why didn't I like? Why didn't I like the Wolverine? There's something wrong with me. So, um, moving on. Um, apparently, Black <laughs> Widow is kind of a big deal in the Avengers: Age of Ultron movie. Uh, Whedon had this to say to the media at San Diego Comic-Con last week about Natasha Romanoff. Natasha is a huge part of the sequel because you do want to concentrate on the people who don't have their own franchises. Although she's in Cap 2, and she's great in that movie, she was the most fun for me because she's not a hero. You know, It's something that I read, and I feel bad that I can't remember who wrote the book, but it's in one of the books explaining these guys are heroes, and you are a spy It's a different thing, it's a different skill set, and you don't have their moral high ground or any of that good stuff, and that just makes her so interesting to me. So yeah, the stuff I've got going on with her in the second one is killer. Nice. Hmm. And then he also went on to say that Clint Barton, uh, also known as Hawkeye, will get a bigger role in the next film as well that makes sense that he would want to keep jeremy renner happy in the next film i mean jeremy renner he's jeremy Renner—is becoming an up and coming actor and you don't want this guy upset i mean they could really use him more effectively he was not happy that his character was pretty much under control of loki for the first half of the film right he didn't really get to be himself i mean hawkeye's a pretty much a smart ass dude and I mean we didn't really get to see that in this film if they could make him a little bit more like the Hawkeye that we're seeing in the Matt Fraction comic right now I'd be happy and if Marvel ever did a standalone Hawkeye movie that was fun and street level at the same time count me in I'm, I'm all there I'm, I'm ready to watch it that's what I want to see And if they have them introduce Kate Bishop into that movie universe too, I'd be happy too. And if you're not familiar with Kate Bishop, she's the female Hawkeye for all the comic book fans out there.
6: Right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's a great character, Uh, and I want to see that expanded in the Avengers too. I don't want this to be, and I think that's what's probably going to happen is that you have kind of Hawkeye and Black Widow kind of like looking into the superhero group. That they're a part of, but you know, not really, because right. they're not super powered. Right. So they're going to be like, kind of like, what are these guys actually doing? Is this good? Is this a good yeah. thing? Is this a bad thing? And of course, you have you know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch being introduced. So what what is their reaction going to be to that as human players on this team? And that that's what I want to see more of because those those characters are are great characters. They you know the like you said, Hawkeye is kind of this witty. Uh, uh, playboy-type guy, but he's also super smart. He's street-tough, Black Widow. God, I mean, I, I don't know half of her origin story. So yeah.
0: put those two in. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, you know, and, and you're working with two, in my opinion, I think Jeremy is a high-caliber high actor. Fuck yeah. Um, you know, if you've seen The Hurt Locker, I mean, that's enough said. I mean, right. really. Right. Um, In an interview with Total Film at San Diego Comic-Con, Whedon had this to say about the uh, the upcoming Age of Ultron film. I was pitching Ultron before I took the job on the first movie. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this, but for the second one, you should totally do Ultron, because he's been a thorn in their side as much as any other character over the years, and particularly back in my history, he's somebody who can juice things up, and he's a real problem for the Avengers. That's not all. That's not always easy to find. It's not like the Vulture is really going to give them a hard time for twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He went on to say, it's not based on the series. Honestly, he went through a lot of titles. Um, Underoos of Ultron. <laughs> none of them landed. Underoos would have been better because of the alliteration. <laughs> but Age of Ultron really stuck. We were like, it's a book. We're still going to use it. Um, yeah. We're not going to see Pym, Hank Pym, um, and all the... Uh, accoutrements Ultron is more central to the Avengers as they are but we will explore the idea of lineage because he was created by us us and we've got to own that then we have the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and I think that's plenty because Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch did not begin their time as friends of the Avengers so there's going to be a lot of well conflict (laughs) yeah yeah All right. So, all right. Let me try to break this down for you. What kind? What I think Whedon said, and Jay, you might be able to chime in on this too. Yeah. Whedon says Ultron was created by us, Mm -hmm. meaning all of them, meaning the Avengers. That's what I think. Okay. All right. I believe this is my theory for the origin of Ultron. I believe that Jarvis is the artificial intelligence that gets corrupted. Now, I think that uh, Ultron will be mixed parts of Tony Stark's armor, but I also think that he'll be parts of the Destroyer from Thor. He may also be parts of the Vibranium... From the same formula as Cap Shield shit Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver have been rumored to not be necessarily working with the Avengers in this film. We know that they are heroes in the comic book, but mm-hmm. in this movie they sound more and more like they are protagonists. I think Wanda, who's the Scarlet Witch, I think her powers you know since they are magic based, and a very powerful uh, character. She'll also play a hand in Ultron coming to life. Um, let me just read a description from Wikipedia um, from her powers. The Scarlet Witch is a mutant who has the ability to manipulate probability via her hexes, often manifesting physicality physically as hex spheres or hex bolts. These hexes are relatively short-range and are limited to her line of sight, Casting a hex requires a gesture and a concentration on her part. Though the gestures are largely a focus for the concentration, and despite this precision, the hexes are not necessarily guaranteed to work, particularly if Wanda is tired or using her powers excessively. If her overexten- if, she- if overextended, Wanda's hexes can backfire, causing probability to work against her wishes or to undo previous hexes. Early in her career, her hexes were unconscious on her part and would be automatically triggered whenever she made a particular gesture. Regardless of her intent, these hexes would only manifest bad luck effects. Okay, my Hmm. theory is, I believe Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver are going to be outmatched by the avengers and because she's a young young person, a younger wanda than we know in the comics, she'll say something to the effect or extent of someone or something needs to stop you guys changing everything and that is when ultron becomes sentient and aware because of wanda
6: damn Damn, that's my prediction. Hmm, I I would have to agree with you on that one. I don't. I mean, we we obviously know this is going to be more than just Tony Stark creating Ultron, right? And so if you do put the pieces of the whole picture together, the Destroyer armor, mm-hmm. the Iron Man armor, that's pretty cool. And then you mix it with magic. Yeah, you know how else is this thing going to backfire? Or or <clears throat> the other theory that I was having, yeah, was that Shield created Ultron out of the technology that they got from the from the Iron Man armor, and like you said, now that made me think about it, mm-hmm. the Destroyer armor. Yeah, so that's how they could tie in, you know, Shield, and it, it would make total sense that they found this technology and learned to utilize it, and then mixing that with Jarvis, which they learned from Iron Man, right cuz you can't you can like even in the comic books these guys don't ever totally trust shield right so
0: yeah i don't know that that sounds like a pretty plausible theory there's a they have to in order to do what i said to make it work they have to basically tell audiences that they have to describe Wanda's power and what yeah. she can do right
6: and and what a better way to make that a threat than just her, like you know, casting hexes on the Avengers. Right. What if she was the one that activated Ultron? And of course, this is not going to—I don't think this is going to be a one-shot. No, Age of Ultron means Age of Ultron. Right. I don't think they're going to tell it in one one film. movie.
0: Yeah. yeah If you guys could look at Dan's face right now, <laughs> is he, he insane? He, He—he's—he's right now. He's not in the Neural Bridge. His nose is bleeding. <laughs> we we've got he he's he, seriously like he is like moving around i think he's getting sick i am getting ready to hear like hey guys uh, i gotta go um i feel like i'm not contributing um i'm uh, blah, blah.
3: dan we're gonna take a go. break go. seriously we're gonna
0: take a break right now for you so you can collect your thoughts and and get back into it because you know you're hearing about witches, you're hearing about Ultron, you're hearing about robots. It's getting weird for you. Oh, fuck you. No, seriously. Like Dan got up and left, came back, and like since he's been back, he's been like moving around and like he like, seriously, he's like he's stretching. He doesn't know he's what like to say. Age of what? Age of what? Who's Ultron? I
6: know. Scarlet
0: Witch. Scarlet fuck. Witch. Why is she Scarlet? <laughs> What are you guys talking about Gone with the Wind <laughs> Rosebud Is Clark Gable <laughs> going to be in the Avengers 3 What's going on <laughs> <laughs> Oh god Alright we're going to take a break we'll be right back <laughs> Alright alright Hey Jake are you there Is this a Is this a sound okay
5: <laughs> Is this a sound okay Stick <laughs> a- <laughs> I don't think I remember.
4: Uh, <laughs> that is spot on,
0: dude. Hey, Jake. Jake, uh, could you please uh, review the latest issue of Batman Superman? Um, um, I don't really like it. Um, um just want to plug placement in there. and
5: uh, you know, I I don't know. I just want to be funny.
0: Can't even understand him. <laughs> Oh shit! We're totally gonna play that. That on, is funny. At the, at the end of this episode, it's going up.
5: <laughs>
4: uh, I like Lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I will. um.
5: I just want to fuck me.
4: See, that is so funny. <laughs> I think our listeners are going to
5: be. I was talking about Pikachu. I was talking about Pikachu. What's this? That is so funny. I don't miss
4: him. <laughs> I don't miss it.
6: You sure about that?
0: I'm having a blast. <sighs> And we're back. Hey, we're going to talk real quick about um, – there was some big news that was announced by this uh, CW president, Mark Pedowitz. He revealed that the network would like to have an interlinked series of DC television shows, uh, basically meaning the first being Arrow. Uh, that was a success, and many thought it was pretty much destined to fail. Now they're talking about having a Barry Allen Flash TV show. Now, this was done back in the 90s after the success of the Tim Burton Batman film, and it starred John Wesley Shipp as Barry Allen. Yes. Um, I own that DVD of the first season. I loved that show when it first came out, my favorite episode being Flash vs. Captain Cold episode. It was really awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, they even had Mark Hamill as the trickster. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Is CW going to do this? Well, the CW is doing Arrow. Arrow, right? They're going to use Arrow kind as a way bridge. to introduce Sweet. the Flash TV show. Okay. Uh, the reports are that the CW uh, they're going to introduce Barry Allen into the universe and have his origin story of the Flash appear in an episode of Arrow before it spins off into its own series. Sweet. Um, suppose. Okay, there was a conference call Tuesday between producer writer Andrew Kreisberg uh, and then the uh, producer writer DC entertainment uh, CCO Jeff Johns yeah. uh, and uh, many other press outlets discussing how the flash will become will be coming to season two of the CW's arrow and how that will potentially spin off into a, a TV series of his own um, Jeff John said he does need powers to become Flash. Mm. A lot of people were worried, like you know, you've got CW, the CW Arrow, where mm. um, you know he's not being referred to as Green Arrow, Green Arrow yeah, um, and they've kind of gone away from like the comic uh, Green Arrow aspect of that that thing. It's almost like they're ashamed of the comic book, wouldn't you agree, Jay? Yeah, I mean it's almost like
6: uh, in Smallville when they referred to Superman as the Blur, or yeah. you know Clark Kent, and Superman yeah. as the Blur. So it's. It, but they've been talking about maybe calling him Green Arrow this season. That's so what I heard. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, if if they do this right, like this could lead into Justice League. Mm.
0: I think. I don't if, know if, they do if it they're gonna. Right. I don't know if they're gonna like combine this with the actual Justice League films. If they ever came out with Justice League film, if they want to bring, like, a TV actor into that, you know, that, that universe. Yeah.
6: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is that maybe these guys don't hold enough weight. Right. But if they do a really cool Flash show, I don't
0: know, you know. You yeah. could see Arrow, and I mean, he's. But he's, see that th- the difference is is like you've got like the special effects of a TV show, yeah, yeah, and what yeah. you've been used to seeing on a TV show, which is pretty much low budget, right? Then you take the same character, put him into like a uh, actual, you know, blockbuster movie, like you know, you look at the, you look at the uh, Superman movie that was like the budget was over two hundred million, right? I mean, a TV show is not going to have a budget of even a fraction of that
4: no absolutely not
0: and the special effects are going to be that much more you know amazing and surreal
4: better right trying
0: to trying to mix that with like a big budget film is going to be a little bit uh, that's a it's a big task if you ask me yeah
6: yeah, I mean you're you're right, um, but it's it's a good way to get people accustomed to these characters. You're right; I mean, you should already know them. But yeah, yeah. You it's, know, it's you're, a
0: good way. To you're going to draw that TV audience to the to the Extreme, theaters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a, there's a different there's a bunch of different ways that you could go about this. Now, Andrew Kreisberg said that he will be the Flash. So, you know, Jeff John says that he does need the powers to become the Flash. Andrew Kreisberg reiterated that he will be the Flash. Um, so like, this is not going to be just some guy that can run really fast. Right. This is actually going to be a guy with superhuman powers. So Kreisberg went on to say he's obviously been a strong personal favorite of both Jeff, Jeff and mine. So when Greg approached us and said, hey, what would you think if we did a Flash spinoff – All of us lit up. He also said that Barry Allen, unlike the other empowered members of the Justice League, isn't a demigod, an alien or a king, Hmm. but rather gets his powers through a freak accident, and he has a human and grounded reaction to it. Uh, Kreisberg had this to say about the two characters' differences in personalities, meaning uh, Oliver Queen is Green Arrow and, and The Flash is Barry Allen. Oliver Queen is a very dark and tortured soul, and Barry is not. I hmm. think it will be fun to see these two characters together because they have distinctly different world views while both caring very deeply about right and wrong. So you've got, you know, light versus dark, but right. they are kind of like on the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, I mean, we've seen Arrow, Oliver Queen, and Arrow kill uh, tons of people. <laughs> yeah, he kills he people. He kills yeah. people all the time, but yeah. he thinks he's doing it for the the, the greater Great, good, right? Uh, as excited as we are, he he goes on to say, as excited as we are to write for Barry, we're really excited about what Barry's arrival is going to mean for Oliver, for Diggle, for Felicity, and for everybody. Uh, wow. Went on to say that Barry Allen will appear on Episodes 8 and 9 of Arrow Season 2, and then again on Episode 20, which is where I guess that he'll be turning into The Flash. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see him as 8 and 9 being kind of like that, uh, you know, the detective, Mm -hmm. you know. And then we'll see him in episode 20 where he actually becomes The Flash. That's my guess.
4: So correct me if I'm wrong, but we've never had a Flash movie. No. Right, no. No. Uh,
0: Other than animated, no, you're absolutely right. right. Right.
4: Nothing that's geared toward live action, bringing him, you know, to the big screen. Right. Yeah.
0: Yep, you're right. Yeah. Uh, So I've watched the first few episodes of Arrow Uh, I really like the show I I have about I'll be honest with you I have 18 episodes to watch Which I will watch Before uh, Arrow Season 2 starts When does that start? In the fall Okay uh, I saw the Deadshot episode, which I really liked a lot. I love Deadshot, by the way, the character um, yeah. from, the, from the Suicide Squad. Now, if you're not familiar familiar with uh, Suicide Squad, this, that's another movie that was actually rumored to be made into a film at one point recently, honestly. Um, Suicide Squad's awesome. You take all these villains that have been, you know, captured. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they implant, like, these uh, bombs into their necks,
5: I
4: believe. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, they send these villains out to do missions for, for the, for the you know, it's almost like S.H.I.E.L.D. If S.H.I.E.L.D. would get a hold of, like, a villain, right. they'd put a bomb into their neck and make these villains go out and do what they want them to do uh, as far as a mission goes. Or something. And if the villain, like... Does something that's like, like say, uh, not you know uh, what they want them to do. Right. They'll set the bomb off and kill them. Okay. So you've got like the Suicide Squad, which is made up of, like Deadshot and and uh, what is it, the Shark Man? That. Yeah. Yeah. Har- Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. And yeah. Other characters. Yeah. Um. But the Deadshot was in that first season of Arrow, and he was awesome. So they're actually planning a Flash movie in 2016. No, no, no. That was the rumor. Okay. That was the rumor. It never came to fruition. It okay. never actually happened. There was a rumor that there was going to be a Flash a movie length. announced in 2016. There was going to be a Justice, League, Justice League movie announced in 2017. Right. The only thing that Warner Brothers actually came out and said that is concrete is the Batman Superman, Superman movie. movie, okay. Which I'm fine with that right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But I would love to hear a Flash movie. Me too. Yeah. 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 But I'm happy that they are going to be going about and hopefully doing a spin-off. We're going to see Barry Allen in Aaron's in Arrow Season 2, two. which is okay. awesome. Yeah. Uh hopefully a spin-off show will be you know, I don't know, do the character justice. Yeah. But you know, I want to see I don't know what you want to see, Jay, Dan, I don't know what you guys want to see, but I want to see like I want to see him when he does when he does travel really quickly. I yeah. want it to look awesome. Right. Of course. And I want him to be in a Flash costume, costume not a t-shirt
4: red. and jeans. Right? Yeah.
0: I want him to Full be in glow, a flat, with the, yeah, with the lightning bolt yes. headset or uh, not the original Flash that had like the silver helmet looking. thing No, I'm talking with about a, a red t-shirt. mask
4: with a li- yellow yes. lightning bolt.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. What right. about you, Jay?
6: Oh, yeah, well, absolutely! Some a human being that gets those powers like. Can you imagine like that that he's one of those characters where like growing up I was like, Man, I wanna be the Flash because he was that human character with superpowers, like right. he got struck by lightning or whatever. And and that's yeah, I mean and I want to see him respond to that as being, I'm gonna be a hero. Like like you said, Arrow's kind of this dark character. He doesn't really think of himself as a hero necessarily. Yeah. But the flash he does he thinks of himself as a hero he's he's kind of like the human torch in in many ways Mm. i i those two characters are very similar but somebody who who knows what they've got and and they're 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 like i'm gonna do good with this so yeah put on the suit man put on the whole outfit be the flash don't don't be some like hearkening back crap like all these shows are i want to see the flash so
4: i got a question for you guys um you know, with Marvel kind of dominating the whole big yeah. movie thing lately, uh, with Iron Man, Thor, Cap, right. uh, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. I mean, it, it, how soon do you think a Justice League movie comes about with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Flash? It's a good question, Superman, dude. Superman, Batman. You know, it, and I think now when, when now that I'm jumping into comic books, I'm more focused with DC. Characters than I mm. am with Marvel because I've I've been so exp- I've been exposed to Marvel more as far as movies go. Okay, you know what I mean. Does that make yeah. any sense? I've never yeah. really jumped on the CW because they're they're very pro DC, right?
0: Well, that's all they've got. Yeah, like so, you know, they've had like the, the Smallville, Smallville and they yeah, had the, the, Arrow. the Arrow, yeah. Um,
4: but Wonder Woman you know
0: see the thing is like you're only going to see marvel on yeah. abc because right. disney owns abc exactly yeah right
4: right um but i think a justice league movie would be you know in the next 4 to 5 years would be kind of important yeah to, oh yeah to yeah. to get you know those cuz when we we talk about this before marvel really captures new audience members um the the comic book people that have been around for ages, right? And then those crossover people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Knight series was amazing. They need to do something, you know, with Man of Steel. I thought was a great movie, right? They need to keep it going, yeah. In my opinion,
0: you know, I, I want to see more DC. Characters. I don't think that the that that DC has a a plan. Like I, I think what ha- what made Marvel work was the fact that they uh, they started with. Um, the first Marvel Studios movie was Iron Man. Right. That was the first official Iron uh, Marvel Studios, Marvel Studios movie, movie. Yeah, was Iron and they Man. They got such a huge and actor it, to and it, well, he wasn't huge at the time. Everybody knew who, who Robert Downey Jr. was. He kind of resurrected his
4: career. In he that. resurrected yeah, his yeah, career, yeah.
0: kind of like Mickey Rourke did with the wrestler. wrestler yeah, yeah, yeah. So he resurrected his career yeah. with that role. Right. So. When that movie was successful, they had something to build on. Okay, okay. Introducing Warner Brothers, and- they had something to build on with the Christian Bale Batman. The problem with that is, though, Christopher Nolan said, "Hey, my story's done." Okay. So they had nothing to go on further with that After because Christopher Nolan Rising. said, "Hey, you know, I've got a three-part story here. It's done. It's its own universe. I don't want to expand upon and, that universe."
4: And he was, he said that uh right at batman begins right or before that
0: well i think batman begins like people like when batman begins came out it did not do well in theaters right it wasn't until after it wasn't until dark knight yeah I exactly think most people went and re-watched yeah, they that almost or... didn't they almost didn't even make dark knight because right. it didn't do that well in theaters yeah. the original movie right dark knight was what exploded yeah uh i don't think Batman Begins did that well until it came out on Blu-ray, Blu-ray and DVD release. Yeah. Absolutely. Because there yeah. was a Green Lantern movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Green, Green Lantern came out bef- right after Dark Knight Rises in between uh, the... Uh, uh, wait, wait. Before, Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight. And then it came after Dark Knight and then in between Dark Knight Rises. So, I mean, you know, I might be ignorant on this, obviously, but... What
4: what's the holdup with DC?
0: Well, they don't have that cornerstone movie movie. Okay, to really build on that to build okay. on
4: Because I mean, like I said, I, I I'm a huge I, I love the DC characters. I think they're
0: amazing. They've got something with Man of Steel, though. Oh yeah, they feel I agree. That they have yeah. something. yeah,
4: they do. And, they, okay. and that movie
0: was amazing. That I think that's their cornerstone movie. That's it. Didn't it hasn't even done the same money that Iron Man three did. I mean, huh. Iron Man 3 Worldwide has done over, I think, over a billion dollars, Jay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Man of Steel has still done over $600 million. Right. So that's a good, good, good start for them. Superman but, Batman is their uh, cornerstone. Yes. Okay. okay. I can I tell can, you right now, you've got a billion dollar movie on your hands right now. Right. Worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. No right, right now. Right yeah. now, before the movies even come out.
4: Because of the hype, and you want to see those two You've characters. never seen those
0: two characters on screen before. Right. So you've got a billion dollar movie right. already.
4: I'm just, I, I'm on a website right now, um, Collider.com, and they're, yeah. they're comparing um, after uh, Superman, Batman, and 15, what mm-hmm. does Warner Brothers do? Yeah, you know, and they're planning. They they were planning the Flash in sixteen. They sure. were planning a Justice League in twenty seventeen. But they're saying Batman. This is this is how they're comparing it. Batman slash Iron Man, uh, Superman slash Thor, uh, Flash uh, slash Captain America, Green Lantern, Hulk, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, and Aquaman, Hawkeye. As far as you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. as far as bringing those characters to light, right, kind of how right. Marvel did with the Avengers, right? You know.
0: Well, I think that, you know, I think that if uh, Warner Brothers is smart, they'll introduce somebody in this Batman Superman movie. Right. Somebody at the post credit or maybe post credit scene. But, you know, we didn't get a post credit scene in the Man of Steel, which we all right. sat around in the theater and waited for it and never have it. But, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, I, I think Warner Brothers is scared to death to actually make a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, that's what they say. I mean, okay, there was the – what's her name? Adriana Palicki? Yeah. Adrian Palicki movie – like TV show pilot that was made for – it was a Wonder Woman TV show. Right. For the CW. Okay. Casted with – Adrian Palicki, who was a star of Friday Night Lights. Right. She was also uh, uh, in the last G.I. Joe movie.
4: Retaliation? Yes. Okay.
0: So she was going to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. That pilot, I heard, was awful. Um, you know, they tried to mix her in with the businesswoman, mm-hmm. slash. Like, it was just really awful Bad. from yeah. what I heard. Right. Um, and then they talked about you know the cw was actually talked before this flash show came into play they have to, they talked about a um tv show called amazon mm. right where they were going to have another one another crack at wonder woman right and uh they were going to try to do it proper but that has that all that talk has ceased to exist they are scared to death to adapt a wonder woman tv show or a movie they don't think it can be done Mm. in a proper way all they need to do in my opinion is look at the new 52 version of wonder woman that story and adapt that version and i think they've got a movie because that that version actually is really really good it's one of the best 52 books out right now
4: so then another question is what makes
0: arrow so successful the fact that it was the opposite of—I mean, Smallville was great for its time, right? Okay, but it is a grittier version. It, it's not like Smallville. It is like a gritty, real world, real world version, kind of like a Nolan-esque type oh, okay. show. Okay, yeah, uh, it took people by surprise. I think the action and the choreography is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Amell has really taken um that part seriously of course there is the romantic shit that's kind of messed up but i think though that got the girls into the show Mm. but as they went on and they gained an audience audience. they tried to bring more of the comic book into the series and i think that's why next season they are going to start calling hopefully the green arrow yeah so watch watch that damn
6: trailer man i i was telling you guys earlier that it's very nolan-esque it's very fucking cool like I was pretty unimpressed with season one. I liked it. I liked a lot of it. But yeah. uh this trailer alone looked better than the whole first season. So just just fucking wait. Yeah. If you want something that's you know, this is movie esque to me from what I saw. I mean yeah. I could be wrong, but this was just the trailer. And I definitely so. want to get into that show just because I don't really know too much about Arrow and, and the fact
4: that you're gonna introduce the Flash into this show. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I promise, I promise all of our listeners that I'm I've got 18 episodes to watch. Yeah. I will go on a tear and watch all these episodes. So you're telling before. me that
4: Arrow season 1 was over 20 episodes?
0: It was 23 to oh, 24 shoot. episodes. Wow. Yeah, it was a long one. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, I'm definitely going to watch the rest of the episodes and uh I can't wait for season 2. So, especially because of the news of Barry Allen, of right, course. Right. And they are, gonna sh- they are going to introduce into a world we thought that there were no actual super-powered heroes. They are going to introduce a super-powered hero into this universe. Sweet. Very cool. Very, Very cool. cool. Guys, we were going to talk about comic books this week. Yes. Didn't quite happen. We are running really, really, really over on time. Um, but I promise, even though we're going to talk about D twenty three next Let's week, we are going to we are going to try to throw yeah. some comic book talk in because we do have a passion for comic books. We love comic books. Comic books are a lot of what we talk about, you know, during the, a lot, the lot, lot of our movie news is yeah. a lot, uh, it's about a comic book characters. So
4: I think we talk more mm. about comic books during the week to each
0: other than yeah, we do than we anything do, uh, else. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, hopefully next week we'll be able to talk a little bit more about comic books. Um, we had a great email from Johnny B., which I want to talk about next week. Uh, and then we had another email from Scott Dixon that I absolutely want to bring up next week. And I want to address those um, you know, questions that you guys had about comic books and other things. So we'll talk about that next week. But we are kind of running late. Um, but, uh, hey... Uh, Unfortunately, we are going to have Jake back next week. (laughs) Wait, Jake, how
4: was Lollapalooza? Um, I can't get enough of of it. We missed you, buddy. All right.
0: (laughs) Stick around. Uh, I'm going to play the interview with my girlfriend. We definitely want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, with my girlfriend. Uh, but, uh, hey, well, guys, guys, we'll see you next week. We're going to talk about uh, D23, which is going to be our Star Wars episode. We're going to talk about all the news that came out of Star Wars. What's up, Dan? Is Sir lot back? Yeah, dude. <laughs> totally, dude. I don't know. Sir lot is back. Sir! <laughs> in effect. Seriously, though, hey, if you like the show... <laughs> Here he comes. If you like the show, then no, seriously. If you like the show, get on iTunes and give us a good, you know, review. Not
4: only that, but I want to hear from the first listener to leave us a voicemail. Yeah,
0: I really, I really want to call that number. I want to hear it. Call that number.
4: I'm not naming any
0: names, but you know who you are. Eight six seven five three zero nine. You know who you are. Jenny, I've got your number. <laughs> you know who you I wanna make you
2: mine.
4: There's a listener out there. You know who you are. Just leave. Just leave a voicemail. Eight six seven <laughs> five three zero nine oh, nine.
0: Sugar cube. No, but once again, that number is 706-676-3224 Give us a call. Fucking comic book geeks. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, we'll we'll see you next week. We're going to talk about all the Star Wars news. We have no idea what they're going to talk Nothing. about. Mm -hmm. It's a mystery to us. It is. We have no idea. It could be nothing. Yeah. They they could cast Dan's ass in this next movie. I'm not saying anything yet, but you never know. You never know. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See you later. All right. Bye.
6: Later. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap.
2: that makes us happy like shooting at a walk brad. But it's all been done before. And we don't wanna be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids. It,
3: it, it's a trap.
2: Could it toss it? Could it taste it? Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, clean erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware. Party, subculture, spill over like a vulture, carry over, counter culture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers, and with the uncool kids. What's to say it's already been said? so Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good. Have already been done before. So we should separate the wheat from the chaff. And we're the chaff. The crap. Even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. It and toss it, good and taste it, do we love it, hey let's race it, can't erase it, let's embrace tougher wear party. party, subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, turner culture push over, pop culture, left over, and with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said, left over, pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture left We love it, hey let's face it, can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture pushovers Pop culture leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say has already been said Leftovers, sure The only talent is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers
0: Hey, it's Brian with Pop Culture Leftovers here. Question, wanted to know what our girlfriends thought of certain movies and things uh, this summer that we've seen. Um, so my girlfriend's seen most of the movies. So this is my girlfriend. Her name is Brittany. And um, Brittany, she, she totally does not want to do this either.
2: <laughs> she's totally.
0: <laughs> uh, she's so embarrassed. She's like so nervous about this. All right, okay, so we've seen most of the summer movies. She's like hiding her face with a pillow, with a blanket right now. And all I did was hit record on a recorder, and she's so worried she's terrified okay, no. okay, all right, so um, what was the first movie that we saw this summer? It was uh, Iron Man Three we went and saw Iron Man Three. <laughs> With Robert Downey Jr. and what did you think about Iron Man three?
1: Um, I don't remember because I fell asleep.
0: Yeah, so that's a good indication that that movie. I was movie... very tired. Though. I know. No, I. Um, I wish I had fallen asleep. I work
1: all the time, and I was extremely tired that particular day. However, yeah, if it, if I was really into it, I'm sure I wouldn't have fallen asleep. Yeah. So, if that tells you anything.
0: I'm sure there's some Iron Man fanboys that are freaking out, like, how could you fall asleep in an Iron Man movie? Eh, whatever, it happened
1: They don't have my job Exactly,
0: so Alright, second movie was Star Trek Into Darkness With Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto Oh, yeah Um,
1: I really liked it
0: You liked it? Yeah
1: Yeah I mean, it wasn't as good as the first movie Yeah But, uh Very entertaining Yeah I thought Chris Pine was You know Perfect for the role as always
0: yeah, he always pulls his weight yeah. in those movies and I think he did a good job in that movie mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I thought the villain was I don't know um, I mean I guess I expected a little more in terms of the villain but at the same time he was very creepy he was a very yeah. good casting right um, overall I, I really liked it yeah I guess I didn't expect it to be on the same level as the first one right um, so going into it I didn't expect it to blow me away like the first one I, I still would give it, um, a Tupperware in here. Okay.
0: So yeah, in,
1: your, uh...
0: <laughs> in our rating system. Yes. So you give it a Tupperware, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then we went and saw Man of Steel, which was a very divisive film between moviegoers. I loved it, uh, and you?
1: I thought it was the worst movie of all time. Wow. It was horrid. Hmm. I was just—if you were not with me, I mm-hmm. would have walked out. Wow! I would not even made it, have made it like halfway through the film. I was thinking, well, first of all, I'm thinking, and I know this is gonna really upset you, but I'm like, why? When are we gonna get to Earth? <laughs> we're in this like this weird planet. It looks like everything's made of styrofoam. Okay. nothing looked like authentic and everything was supposed to be like all made of stone and look really cool and it just looked very like cardboard styrofoam i thought this the special effects and even like the um their outfits and their armor looked very chintzy is the word Mm. i would say Hmm. i was not impressed yeah um
0: I have a feeling we're going to be sleeping in separate rooms tonight.
1: Oh, hilarious. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know. All
0: right, so you gave it a toss-it.
1: I gave it a toss-it in the toilet. Take a dump on.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I was horrid.
0: All right. And, and then, I'm like,
1: when is this gonna end? Right. And then he's all like, Oh, I'm I'm drowning in skulls. Oh. That was
0: pretty lame. That was lame. I was a little. I know there was okay.
1: nothing. I mean, yeah, there are good actors in it, but that God, I just couldn't take the concept and then like i feel like i didn't see superman like really saving people like being superman
0: he saved those feet pe- the army people when zod and uh he saved
1: like one dude
0: he saved that dude he and saved
1: that one dude from like csi or whatever he, he, is. he
0: saved him and then he saved the other guy that was in the helicopter um he saved he saved a lot of people. Saved his uh, mother from Zod. I know, and I, like a lot. We needed to see more Superman saving people, but this is an origin film.
1: Yeah, and it was a horrible, horrible origin.
0: Okay, all it was right. Like,
1: oh, we're gonna invade Earth and and uh, turn it into a bunch of rubble. Isn't that what the other remake, the previous remake, with like what's her face? Um, mm-hmm.
0: Margot oh, or whatever. Bosworth? Yes.
1: Isn't that what happened there? You've got the villain... No, they tried like, to... Oh, I want to make the world a big pile of rubble. Like, it... it just doesn't make any sense. It's just stupid. Okay. plain
0: stupid. Man of Steel was stupid. Thoughts on Pacific Rim?
1: Pacific Rim was awesome. I felt like it was a combination of Iron Man and Transformers, which were both movies that I loved good um special effects were awesome Mhm. just the the creatures or the
0: don't talk into the
1: stopped it um the kaiju i guess
0: yeah kaiju <laughs>
1: um it was awesome like whoever thought of that so beyond creative
0: Guillermo del Toro and Travis Beecham Were the two people behind it
1: That was really Interesting I was actually really tired when I saw this movie I didn't know if I'd be able to like stay awake for it And it actually like woke me up because I was like so into I know. it
0: 15 minutes later into the movie You looked at me and you go I like this one, I like this movie Because yes. we've had a rough summer yes. For movies Everything that I've dragged you to You've pretty much hated
1: charlie day was hilarious and i thought he was cast really well he was good uh and we needed that because i felt like a lot of i guess they my only complaint was that like a couple of the main guys like the the main dude charlie won, and then like his kind of nemesis that he like butts heads with.
5: Yeah. They
1: looked exactly the same, and I swear to God, I, w- I was looking at him going, Wait, is this the. I just thought he was the good guy, you know what I mean? Like, because they looked exactly alike, and I get him right. confused. It was very confusing. There were like three guys in there, if you included his brother, you know, who died yeah. in the beginning, um, even the that dad. looked exactly alike, even I the swear. Dad. Even it the was dad. very confusing, actually.
0: Even the dad, he kind of looked like him too.
1: Yeah, I mean, but at least I could tell them apart. Yeah. Like the other guys look so similar that it was hard to actually tell them apart. And I'd have to think about it and be like, "Oh, okay." Consciously, like this is this character. You, you...
0: thought it was a movie about cloning. Oh, shut up! <laughs> All right, you're so... mean to me. No, I'm not. All right, so that was okay, and so um... oh,
1: the, some of the creatures, though. My, I guess my favorite. I really liked the shark guy, like the, sh- the one, you know, the one that was like, had a shark look. I think it was like mm-hmm. the first
0: one. The knife head? I think they called that one knife head.
1: Yeah, I liked him. I guess my favorite. Yeah,
0: one that was knife head. Would be the one that actually like gave birth. Oh, okay.
1: Um, That almost looked like a combination of Godzilla and
5: like a big toad. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And that's where I'm going to stop the interview for right now. I may play more of it later on a future episode, but we're running really low on time at our podcast host. So I'm going to wrap this one up. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys next week.